0: What it is, what is up, what is good gamers, it's your man up 71 and your ears are tuned into episode 150 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone, along with me. Got my partners in crime. First first up on deck, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terra, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, man?
1: Not much. Just happy to be back. I know we were gone last week, uh, and uh, you were all missed. I mean, I know I missed y'all, so I'm happy to be here.
0: Indeed, indeed. And of course... <clears throat> Our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. He is the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's up, man? Not much, man. Just maximizing
2: my dollar, of course. Make it that he lot. is. You know, I, I keep espousing that Cyberpunk 2077 is available for only $5 used at GameStop right now for the PlayStation 4 console. Yeah, it is <laughs> it is <laughs> i also picked up a ps5 for a friend of mine so that's number six down and mm. so and uh you know fedex i'm not complaining about their delivery i kind of am used to it but i had a uh, system go from sacramento to nebraska to fresno
1: basically so mm. <laughs> did it finally get there
2: i finally got there yeah it's care. kind of amazing because it was stuck in nebraska on the tracker at least for a day and a half and then automatically appeared in fresno and got immediately put on a truck so it's like okay mm.
3: no harm That's no foul weird.
2: it just sucks because it was uh, being delivered on a saturday and it's like you know during the week I'm, I'm sitting around you know, working you know so i have a reason to be at home but on weekend day it's like okay i gotta sit around not go out not take my dogs out you know do whatever i'm gonna do because i got wait around because uh thankfully when they sent it uh, they uh, put down signature as required so i think uh, that's That's something that walmart did that other shippers that have gotten playstation fives from uh, didn't require signatures for whatever reason so so i Hmm. i will i will take that it's probably because i I'll put something in the uh, profile to indicate that they could drop it. So mm-hmm. on there, but, uh, yeah, my friend Scott got his PS5. He's super happy and, you know, he's going to be in it to win it, you know? So
1: awesome. You know. Congratulations.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> boy. But yeah, glad to be back. Uh, kind of miss recording this show. Of course, you know, uh, you know, m- a lot of things have happened you know we'll talk about the game awards and news of course and other stuff but uh
0: get her going all righty well then as usual our first topic on the docket is going to be the playlist all right so let's go with Dez. so you kick things off this time man what you been playing
1: Alrighty, what have I been playing? So um, I know this is going to be a banner week uh, for for Xbox fans, as I have uh, been playing almost exclusively on my Xbox. Can you believe this? It's, what? It's, I know scary days are are ahead of us. Revelation. Shocked. So. Uh, so So uh, I've been playing a lot of really uh, fun games. Um, So uh, I've been playing a couple of demos. Uh, Although I did, at the start of the week last week, I did play ESO for a little bit. Uh, I have been enjoying it. That's Elder Scrolls Online. I do like that uh, game. And it seems to be this game that I can just kind of put on, run a couple of events, and then come out. And and I'm no worse for wear. So that's kind of been my just relaxing game. But for the past week, actually, um, I've only been playing on my Xbox, and I've been playing a lot of demos. And so, the first demo that I played was uh, Anvil. I played it with uh, a rando, then I ended up playing it with Joe. But of course, you know, Joe was a little tired, so he was just like, "Oh, you know," and he was. Uh, we were playing it, and he started to fall asleep. But which I understand because it was kind of late. But it's a it's a top down. Uh, hack and slash, run and gun, uh roguelike. But it's not the traditional roguelike. It it for me it reminds me a lot of uh Helldivers in that you kind of beam into the world and then you have five stages that you go through on each of the planets. Uh maybe a little more, maybe a little less, I'm not really sure. But on that first planet it's a it's a duo and I think it expands outward to be more than just uh, two players although i'm not sure but um you have three characters out of i think it's uh there's 12 uh characters they're called breakers and they each have like four individual moves that are up on your uh your bumpers and on your triggers are your special moves and you have four each and then it's a twin stick shooter and you hit y to reload and that's it really for the most part and it's it looks really good um you are breakers is the name of the of the classes that you get each one is different they actually have melee and tank characters which is very interesting the first guy first time i played i was playing with the random who was a tank and he was just mowing people down so tank tank um builds are actually viable in this and uh, you get these seasonal points it's all free there's no transactions or no no cash app or not cash store or anything like that but you get these points and you level up and as you level up there's this uh, you get money and you get um uh, points that you could put into your uh, your skills and um, and these are like your to make your damage stronger, to make your health bars longer, and just to make you much more tankier, um, more crit. However you want to build it, you can build your characters out, and you put points into these attributes, and it applies across all the different breakers regardless. But then um, when you're running through the world, you can upgrade your character uh, by spending by spending money that you get in game um at these at these little like black boxes that uh if you've ever played risk of rain uh 2 it, it is a lot like risk of rain 2 in that you run around the world and you find these these little like monoliths and you open them up and you can uh some will give you free upgrades to your weapons sorry to your your skills and others will give you you can purchase um uh, upgrades to your damage and whatnot then each level uh each time you play it it is different you can get different things um and then after every run you unlock a passive that you can uh one of those they're called artifacts of course one of those things that you can start the game out with so it's really kind of fun um and you 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 pick up these um again you pick up the cash after you after you come back to your to your main base and you can unlock other uh, breakers and try them out and stuff. So it's um, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, Joe, what was your thought about about Anvil? Did you did oh. you like what you played of it? I think I think Kevin would really like it because it it, it reminds me a lot of. Um, uh, I mean it 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 kind of was like the Ascent in its presentation and for the top down. But it didn't play like the ascent. Um, it's just I'm just trying to tell you, it's, it, it kind of reminds me of an uh, ARPG a little bit. But what was your um, what was your take uh, on it?
2: You know, I noticed the rogue-like aspects to it, but it definitely had a uh, twin-stick shooter actiony feel. Uh, maybe not as frantic as like Nex Machina, but something in, similar in the house mark vein on there. Yeah, and uh, That's you know, really just thought. yeah. We'll need to kind of figure out a little bit more. I think it's probably less difficult than what was the last house mark game that we were playing? Alienation. Um, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. It plays a lot like Alienation. That's a really that was the one that I was trying to think about. It plays a lot like Alienation.
2: Yeah. Uh, keep uh, in mind though, this is on Games Pass. This is not a demo. This is actually an early access.
1: Yeah, it's a preview. Sorry, it was not a demo. You're right. Oh
2: uh, yeah, because uh, it's available on Steam, but on Steam it's 25 bucks in early access at the moment, and doesn't look like it's out for PlayStation uh, just is... yet. But um, it is going to be eventually released for PlayStation. I'm not yeah. sure if they had the early access available there or not. I know PlayStation's kind of less uh, open for early access unless it's a you know uh, sponsored. <laughs> a game that they're kind of bringing under their wing and that kind of thing so but it is on games pass it is available uh, i believe for console uh, i believe it might even be available on pc game
1: pass as well yeah um, but, but what do you think of the, the the combat and the gameplay and the design
3: it was cool
2: i mean uh, when i was playing it over you know at the time of night like you referenced it was just uh <laughs> it was cool it's just i kept falling asleep because the action kind of was uh you know, it's like it was uh, kind of in a way almost like uh, relaxing, you know, just like kind of how Kevin referenced like Diablo, you know, when playing Diablo after, after you like shooting ads for a certain amount of time. And I just need to get into the game a little bit more and kind of see what the nuances are a little bit more for me to kind of dive deeper and then understand what's going on. So
1: yeah, I've I've definitely enjoyed it. You know, and I can't wait to play it some more. Um another game that I played was Nobody Saves the World. I think that's by the same folks that did the Guacamelee series if I'm not mistaken. And sure. it's a huh? That's correct. Yeah. And so th- that is an actual demo for the game and so I um it's been fun. It's really wacky. You you get a transformation wand, top down like like Legend of Zelda style. It's top down and you basically uh change into different creatures and you get different abilities and each creature that you turn into, like you turn into a rat and you can run around. And you, and when you're running around these and you chomp things, these giant like chomper teeth appear on the side of your face and you just kind of chomp through stuff and you can have poison things. And it's just a really wacky story so far. And you're this this little, guy who was reincarnated or something. I don't know. And, and this guy named Nostra Magnus ha, original, uh, gets kidnapped and you have to save him by turning into these different, uh, characters, but it's kind of like bullet helly a little bit. Um, uh, not as much, but it, you get swarmed a lot and you have to kind of like run around and, and move, um, and kind of kite a lot la- around while you're still like killing them. So, um, it seems like as you play it it's going to it's going to get a lot more intense but so far i have really enjoyed uh the presentation it's very colorful it's very wacky all of the characters you know have this pseudo Ren and Stimpy kind of look to them a little bit so so it's very the style is very exaggerated and it's very cute um with the little macabre stuff in it when you're a rat and you're running around you get to chew up on garbage and stuff because you're a rat I guess I don't know but it's just silly um and you level up and you can level up your abilities and your stuff and it looks like there's just a ton of things that you can turn into so um this is probably it's probably most likely going to be on games pass um and I'll probably play it more on games pass but if you have access to games pass or yeah sorry if you have access to the xbox you can download it and I think that you really should play it yeah, that's uh, this, a this part right of
2: part uh, of because uh, uh, Jeff Keighley, of course, because he has his hands everywhere, um, was working with Xbox to get a uh, demo um, kind of uh, event in, in uh, correlation with the, uh, the game awards on there. It came out about the same time on there just to give some indies some more love on there so there's a there's a number of indie games that are available and they're only available for a limited time as far as to be able to play so i know that game is only going to be up until i think uh, december 17th i believe so yeah on there so if you're listening to this now just if you're interested go in and check to see what's on the store i know i downloaded like five five demos give or yeah. take on there so i'll yeah. probably be was... talking about those next, next episode
1: so. yeah i also downloaded like kojin that one that we watched I actually oh, downloaded right that, though i haven't uh Kojin sort of rewind uh it's just it's a demo mission that you can play to kind of get you into the game but i haven't played it yet but but i definitely let you know about the other indies um when i get to them so most likely on the next show and then the last thing that i've played that i've been so excited and i've been playing it is uh grim dawn yep grim dawn came out on the Xbox and I have just been playing that game like Gangbusters. Started over like 10 times trying to get the trying to get the chef's kiss of characters. But I think I found one. I found one to play with Joe and I found a personal one. And so I'm not gonna start over again knock on wood. Uh, and we'll see. But uh but I've just been enjoying it. Top down ARPG, uh like it's by the same people folks a lot of the folks that did uh Titan quest and it has just been, you know, it's a, it's a grim horror or grim, sorry, grim, dark, uh, kind of, uh, fantasy look to it with like, you know, it's not Lovecraftian, it's not that deep, at least not yet, maybe, I don't know, but it's, you know, you're running around, you know, trying to save people from possession and and other weird stuff but um it's definitely a much more macabre take on on the genre and i am absolutely loving it um i have played it with joe a little bit although we did have it was kind of janky doing the doing the multiplayer but we figured it out that first night um and we um and we've been playing it and i've just been i've just been in hog heaven um joe and i are playing it a couple of days ago and he was just like you're really into these kind of like ARPG games huh and I'm like yep I really am and I don't know why it's just there's something that, there's something about it that just these games just you know I just enjoy them for I don't I don't know why but I just like the way they look I like the way they play just they just seem like really fun games so it's just a style of game that I really enjoy so, my
2: t- yeah. my take on the game really is that it's uh it's from the same people that like you stated that did a grim uh, titan quest and that's a point that i could kind of see the bones of the game in fact mm-hmm. the the voice that says like you know i'm currently full or whatever it's almost exactly like titan quest on on that but i can see the evolution from that game to this game and it actually plays a, a bit better than the console version of titan quest which is the one I mean the the still, steam version no i'm see, talking about that that uh, plays better than the console version of titan quest meaning that's oh of,
1: right really uh, yeah, i guess you're right yeah they, yeah they really did learn a lot from um they really did learn a lot from what happened um you know with,
2: even though that the game was supposedly oh my god it's only 1080p with 30 frames a second it's still it the um Input delay there's no input lag and it feels very responsive as far as the controller, you know yeah it took me a minute to get used to the some of the bindings on there, because obviously you're going from a keyboard and mouse game. Specifically, even though I know that the certain uh, audience on steam is also was commenting that they should have had better. Um, controller options on Steam itself, and so they were kind of curious to see how the um, Xbox version was going to be as far as the bindings and whatnot, and it's very similar to what's on Steam, but uh, I, I found, after about maybe five minutes, I found it, uh, you know, something I could get used to, and it's uh, intuitive for me on there, at least, so I'll have to see later on the game once I, you know, Get more abilities and whatnot. If it's going to be a little bit more obtrusive, but it does not support keyboard and mouse out out the out the gate. So, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, for people that want it, because you know, Xbox fans seem to be a little bit more open than a keyboard and mouse, and they have support a keyboard and mouse in certain games and that kind of thing. So, well, good for uh, that. that. So, but uh, I know that the developer, I think we talked about maybe in a prior show, but uh, they do not have an access to a series dev kit so as <laughs> soon as they get the series dev kit they'll be able to work with the game and possibly make it a little bit better that's what they stated on their forms on there so but uh, i think it's uh, definitely worthy of the money i think the full price that uh, we paid was like 55 bucks for the game mm-hmm. because it comes with both the base game and a couple of expansions on there yeah, two expansions. Just, uh, yeah. uh, the same retail price that's on steam at the
1: moment so yeah it comes with the two expansions so i i i'm in i'm really loving it so like the commercial said i'm loving it so i will continue to play it's been a lot of your hot your hot game right now it is my hot game right now until i go cold on it like joe says (laughs) (laughs) so you do you son you do thanks dad no problem um but uh, that's what I've been playing. So, Kev, buddy, what have you been playing?
0: Actually, I'm going to go last. Oh, you
1: uh, did? Okay, cool. Yeah, so, I'll go So, what have you been playing?
2: Uh, Well, besides the games we talked about, Des, um, as far as... I haven't fired up the PlayStation that much in the last couple of weeks. You know, we were... You know, before the Grim Dawn came out, we were hot and heavy on Outriders a bit. You know, both me, you, and then me, you, and Kev on there. But I have not played Outriders, in literally, because... Been like two weeks since we recorded about 10 days ago give or take and i do want to get back because i don't want to drop this game again on there i want to kind of see it through and so i'd love to go back and check that out so i think we got the level 17 uh at least i did mm-hmm. on there it got a little bit beyond the like ice area that we were initially in it's all yeah. new content so it's uh good times um also on the playstation uh, i picked up uh this indie title that was initially on games pass and i've been wanting to pick it up and it's called demons tilt and i talked about it on the show before but it's basically uh overhead demonic pinball kind of in the same vein as uh, alien crush and demon crush from the turbo graphics days back in the day on there and it just plays it's a, just a good wonderful game it's not like a um, pinball fx or anything like that it's not trying to simulate a real table it's just uh you know, a lot of pinball action overhead, you know, and uh, quite wonderful to play and uh, just been wanting to pick it up again and play it again. So it's like my go to like Twitch game to play, you know, just arcade game to throw on and play for, you know, 15, 20 minutes or whatnot, maybe play a couple times and then go on to something else on there also still playing titan quest still pushing through on that and you know, nothing new to say about it you know once i get done with the immortal throne dlc i'm gonna push in, uh forward to play ragnarok and also to play um the other expansion as well on there and uh i did you know titan quest got a drop out of the blue they shadow dropped a x pc expansion another um dlc for it and i've been trying to play it on steam with controller support because it says it has controller support built in and it is j- all the way jank mm. so and so oh, much Sorry. to my chagrin yeah i'll probably have to wait for the steam deck to see if it's integrated better there or if they patch it up and i don't know maybe if they just put controller support in the latest expansion maybe that's the dealio on it so but uh, can't figure that out and then on the xbox two solo i've been playing uh fantasy star online Two new genesis just like stated last episode just waiting for the new content to drop on there that is you know the the game to throw on i could talk to desmond play it you know not even like you know bat nye kind of thing it doesn't take my concentration away or anything like that so you know it's you know definitely going to be up there in my games of the year contention because of so much time I've dedicated towards it and it's just it's, it's still just a nice game to play on there so and then I have kind of reinvested back into Dragon Quest 11 a bit on there uh, I've been you know obviously been playing off and on I've been alluding to it on this show but I haven't really progressed all too much in the game in the last few months i have not played it and so i made it a point that you know if i desmond's not available if we're not playing you know grim dawn or any of the other multiplayer games that we usually hook up and play i want to you know get into this game and get into the meat and play it more and so that's what i've been doing um i've been kind of dedicating a little time i've been playing it both on xbox uh, series x and i've also been playing it on uh, pc on pc games pass on there and it's great because it's a play anywhere title so i can pretty much uh, just go back and forth and not worry about my save it's going to be in the cloud either way on there so that's kind of a nice thing and it's also available on the um, games pass cloud as well so So we'll see because I do have some traveling coming up pretty soon and seeing if it's maybe playable on my phone. We'll have to see if I try to do that garbage or just play on the Switch when I'm traveling. We'll see on there and take it from there. Um, The PC Games Pass kind of frustrated me a little bit. Uh, I'll just mention briefly here that uh, I checked my external hard drive and I had a game on there from like six months ago I deleted and it was still like... Lingering in the shadows on my damn hard drive, taking up about a hundred gigs of space. It was like the Master Chief collection. So, after reading that thread on Resetter, we kind of referenced the issues with PC Game Pass. I had wound up wiping my external drive (laughs) entirely on there so I could clean out that file, and it's just ridiculous. I even went ahead and grabbed the new um, PC Games Pass uh, beta. Right now, to have a little bit more control, but I've been kind of poking around, et cetera, and they basically have stated that there are still numerous issues with it. And by the time they fix it, <laughs> it probably won't get fixed on there. So it's just a shame. So just be wary if you are doing PC Games Pass that uh, that you put it always put it on external because obviously if you put it on your C drive where Windows is at, you're going to have to wipe the drive to get rid of files and <laughs> God. There's another thing that came up too where um every time there was an update to a game like say Forza Horizon 5 on PC, instead of downloading the update, it would download the entirety of the file again. And that game is like a hundred gigs on there. So and there's been instances too of people complaining about the the download um freezing on there. Once it's frozen basically, you're I hate to say it, you're fucked. So it happened to me because I was trying to download Destiny 2, <laughs> got frozen, and uh, I wasn't able to get rid of the files, get it out of them. So yeah, PC mm. games, fast. You're like running through a damn minefield. I mean, might as well just pretend it's World War II or something. It's not that dramatic, but <laughs> uh, be wary. Keep an eye on things if you're going to play something on there. And that's pretty much it for me. Kev, what you've been uh, playing and doing?
0: Well for me I've played a little bit of Far Cry 6 and uh, I want to like this game, but I don't know if I like this game. Uh, I, ha- I I just got my first buddy animal buddy compadre, whatever they call it. there's a name that they use for the for your animals. And it's an alligator that goes around eating things. What's kind of neat is that the animal that you're paired with, you get some perks. Like for me, I have health regen, what they call reptile health regen. So my health kind of regenerates after I've, you know, if I've taken some some rounds or something. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, A lot of the regular soldiers I'm coming around are just bullet sponges unless you hit them in the head. I'm noticing some issues with hit detection with my rounds. I'll have somebody's dome right in the crosshairs, and I shoot, and nothing happens. So, I don't know. (laughs) It's... uh, Far Cry Six. I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to get into the game. the The story I think, is probably pretty good. But if the gameplay doesn't I'm and I'm very early in it. If the gameplay doesn't do too much more, doesn't do more rather to re- reel me in, I think this one is going the way of the dodo. Mm. It's um,
2: you're on Xbox on this, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay it's just I was really hoping to that it would be a little bit more than what it's than what it's turned out to be thus far now again I'm very early so we'll see went on I said I wasn't going to do it but I did it anyway. I went on ahead and finished ultra age. <laughs> I, I oh. struggled my way through that. What I thought was actually the last boss, it wasn't. There's another boss after he after that dude, and the final boss was actually very reasonable, kind of fun. The one before it was a pain in the butt because he was jumping off camera and doing all that stuff that I meant I mentioned in earlier podcasts. But the moment I finished that game, I deleted it. Oh wow! I I just deleted it and it. <laughs> uh-huh. It was just, I I think what the reason why, because Ultra Age does some really neat things with its combat, with the fact that your, your blades wear out, and when they wear out, they add some combat mechanics that are just really unique to the beat-em-up space, particularly the 3D beat-em-up space. It does some things that I haven't seen before, but, though that uniqueness is wrapped up in this, particularly when you get near the end, the the boss review, the one boss that is jumping around off camera, just these really irritating things that the game does that really detracts from what I think at its core is a really solid, solid 3D beat-em-up. And I, I was just like, you know what? Am I ever going to go back and play this game? I mean, I, I, I'm i looking. I just looked at it and looked. I said, no, I ain't playing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. So I deleted it. And it was just, it was sad because Ultra Age does do a lot of interesting things. But like I said, it. it it sh- they should have taken more time and it has nothing to do with the fact that it's got ugly graphics or anything like that. But, you know, I just wish it did some other things, some other, the other things that I've mentioned better. Uh, tried to play Hong Kong Massacre. That game to me is unplayable.
3: Mm. It,
0: it is. I was under the impression that this was, that this was kind of a uh, budget max pain well, it is, except it's top down, and I can't I can't play this game at all. It, uh, literally, the first two dudes kill me because you you it's one hit, one hit, one kill. And as I'm going through the going through the room, I do the dodge. I get shot with the dodge. You know, I I guess there's some type of slow mo. Slow motion control, I actually did that. I still wound up getting shot. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this game. I deleted it. I'm I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> There's too yeah. much available. about uh, ask about a refund maybe about it? Or
2: how long did you play it?
0: Well, I got it during the sale. And I yeah. only started playing it. I only tried it maybe about a week ago. Got it. I uh, yeah. tried it and I just deleted it, and it was only like six bucks, um, whatever that sale was. Because I got it the, for the same price as Bladed Fury. Yeah. Which uh, I I have a feeling is gonna be a much better, much better game. But I, I, I picked hope so. up the
2: game too. I haven't played it yet, but it definitely is a lot of hotline Miami vibes. Have you played Hotline Miami at all, Kev?
0: I have, and it's that's playable. Hong Kong oh, wow, massacre so... to me is not playable. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just... <laughs> at the at, at all. I'll have to, I'll have to very... fire it up
2: and give you my impressions and see how that goes.
3: So
0: yeah, because I I couldn't get past the first room. Wow, there's a guy in there. I shoot the one guy, and then I no matter how I dodge when I dodge, I get capped because it's one one hit one kill. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's something I'm not doing. I just did not have the have the patience to work with it, and I said it's only seven bucks. Okay, y'all took my money this time. (laughs) (laughs) I deleted and moved on. Played Ghostbusters, and I like Ghostbusters. It's 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 kind of neat. I I think one of the because you got two, you have two modes. Uh, your weapon has two modes. It has the uh, proton mode and it's got the capture mode and it, this is technically picks up this this game picks up right after Ghostbusters 2 it's voiced by the actors from the movies so you it, it you know the the acting's on point you play the new recruit so you the whole concept the reason for your being there is because they don't want to risk anything happening to the core members of the group. So they brought you in to carry all of their untested equipment. So if you that's know if anything happens to you, that's funny. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> that's it's, it's, hilarious it's, funny. To me. it's funny because uh um uh, Ray is about to introduce your character to uh uh Peter Vinkman and Vinkman is all like stop. I don't even want to know his name. I don't want to get attached because something happens to him. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get emotionally attached. Hmm. That's so I, funny, that that was to kind me. of funny. Yeah. It, the, the one thing that I kind of think is that, like I said, the proton pack has two modes. It's got the, the one that I guess drains the ghost and you have this other thing that you do that captures it and the capturing part as i think is the most interesting aspect of the gameplay because when you capture the ghost it will try to it'll try to pull away so what you do is you pull in the opposite direction on the right stick and when you do that you sl- the ghost gets slammed against whatever object it's that it's near so if it's near a wall or a column or anything like that, you basically slam them around until they until they have little stars circling around their head. Then one of the people that you're with will uh, deploy the ghost trap, and then it's a matter of fighting with the ghost to get it completely into the trap, and then it gets closed. It, it's It's got a very interesting gameplay mechanic the my thing is that the proton pack really doesn't seem to serve much of a purpose outside of capture mode because I've captured it seems to me like I've captured ghosts without even using the 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 proton pack you know to to drain it because like in the tutorial it okay you got to drain you got to drain the the ghosts uh ectoplasmic power so I'm shooting it, shooting it, shooting it. There is no visual uh, cue that lets you know that the ghost is weakened. It's still doing what it's always been doing. So then, when you switch to the capture beam, then you just then you go into the you know, slamming it around and then putting it in the ghost trap. So I don't know if that proton mode is going to have a a bigger role later on in the game, but. For right now, it just kind of seems like it's there. Uh, one one thing I, I kind of dig is that the <laughs> when you shoot walls with it doesn't matter if it's with the proton beam, it le- all the it leaves all the burn marks and scorch marks all over the wall. there's it, it, a, a, a lot of detail, you know, considering that. I know this is a remaster of a PS3 Xbox 360 game. But uh, the effects were, are really cool, and um, the voice acting's on point again, like it's using the original actors, and uh, so I'm digging it. So it's it's definitely going to be a game that I'm going to continue to play. Played a little bit of Outriders. I'm level fifteen, I think. I've moved past the Iceland. I'm I'm in some type of. Uh, I just moved into some type of uh, abandoned uh, plant. I don't know. I can't remember what it's what they said they were they were doing there, but there it's infiltrated with monsters. So I fought a couple of uh, boss monsters, which are basically just bigger versions of the regular monsters that that you run around and fight. So I got a couple of weapons out of that. I got a really good shotgun. Uh, Automatic shotgun out of that, and I got a really good um, assault rifle that has, (laughs) which is weird, it has freeze bullets and it has burning, burning rounds, so it'll freeze the opponent. It'll burn them, which which just seems like a contradiction in, in terms. Okay, but it also it has this other perk that I have on another gun that I used to have. That once you once you kill something, something with it, it will produce these mines that will kind of spill out, and anybody that that's in vicinity of them gets blown up too, which is kind of neat. So, so been playing that um like i said i think i'm level 15 16 something around there played a little bit of demon slayer i'm still i'm really just kind of messing around in the tutorial uh for the fights and just kind of getting used to uh how things work in that i like it it's very much like the first two um Naruto Ultimate. Uh, Ultimate Ninja, Ultimate Ninja Storm games. It's very, it's really on point when it comes to that. It's, I mean, there, I guess there are some things that go on when you go online that people are are very much concerned with. The, what is that? The rage quitting, going unpunished is an issue. And there's a couple other things that uh, that have come to my attention with about the game, but just in the single player and the mechanics utilized in the combat, I'm really I'm really digging. So I'm going to be having I'm I'm going to I'm going to keep the game. I'm enjoying the story so far. Uh, other thing that I've done is I wound up getting a hitbox controller. The uh, company that manufactures them got them in stock and because man you go on you go on ebay trying to look them things up and people are asking six seven hundred dollars for them things and Mm. it's like no (laughs) wow why so much because it's hard to find and there's a demand Uh for them in the fighting game community okay Uh, the the company that makes them I think they got hit hard with COVID, just like everybody, uh, just like a lot of smaller companies did. And the company was started by two brothers, I think two brothers and a friend. And um, I mean, this, these things that they, they, when they started out, they were like 150 bucks, because this is the fourth generation of the product uh it's gone up a little bit but it's you know it's not out out of the realm of what you would pay you know retail price for any arcade stick with quality components in it the thing about uh for those who don't know what a hitbox controller is is that a hitbox controller is basically all buttons uh, you use buttons to maneuver and you use buttons for your for your attacks you know like you know short, you know, jab, short, strong, forward, fierce, and roundhouse. If you're thinking, if we're talking Street Fighter, and it's got the the typical street fighter layout for the for your attack buttons, but for your movement, the biggest the biggest hurdle is that up and down are reversed. And there's a reason for that. It's because as you're the way your hand is laid out they found that in their initial testing that people kept hitting the jump button on accident. So instead they put the jump button, they made the jump button uh, like a 32 millimeter button, everything else is like uh, 28, 28 millimeters. That way there's no chance of you hitting the jump or or jumping uh, without purposely doing it. But the thing about the hitbox that makes it so neat, and I think this is what this is the controller I'm just going to be using for fighting games. Period, is that things like instant air dashes, which is crucial, particularly for anime fighting games like uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, games like uh, Blaze Blue, then games like um, the new um, Melty Blood type Lumina you have to be able to do things like air dash, instant air dash. That's how you, that's really how you get in your mix-ups, particularly at higher, at higher levels of play. And for me doing that on a joystick, you know, I have, I have a Kwamba Dragon, which is probably, probably that Kwamba Dragon is probably the best, the best arcade stick you can buy, Period. I mean, it's not one that you're going to want to take around with you to a tournament because it's so freaking heavy. But it, that thing is made out; it's the best materials. But I cannot instant air dash using a joystick to save my life. It's not; it's not happening. <laughs> but because you're you're using buttons as inputs, I, I immediately just just in messing around in the um in the training sessions with Dragon Ball Fighters instant air dash 99.9% of the time just mobility is no longer an issue like i said the biggest hurdle is deal is mentally dealing with the fact that okay down is up and up is down but the best way to think about it is not to really think about their not to think about up as opposed to think about that button as just being jump. If you think about that button being jump, then anytime your character leaves the ground, you know, okay, I need to hit the jump button. It's not that I need to hit the up button. And I found that to be uh, the biggest benefit for getting over that mental hurdle. Cause you do, you do kind of have to, Uh, you know, what what did Yoda say? You must unlearn what you have learned. (laughs) That's kind of sort of what you have to do with regards to the hitbox when it comes to um, uh, mobility and and maneuvering, uh, particularly when you're fighting for neutral and all that good stuff in traditional 2D fighting games. So really enjoying that hitbox. And I think that's just going to be my my go-to when it comes to fighting game, 2d fighting games, period.
2: Maybe you could throw on some BDP and have KRS saying you must learn. You <laughs> must <laughs> learn. <laughs> yeah. While you're doing it.
3: Yeah.
0: So, so then there was that. And then um for those, if uh, you know, those who've listened you, either when I was on uh gamer husbands and since I since we've started this podcast I've been really interested in the in television amico it's been because the in itself is of such at, is I, I hold it really close and, and dear to my heart but with regards to the amico there's once when they released their physical media or their solution to physical media which is just an RFD card uh, as being part of a blockchain and they make the little card look like a traditional in television cartridge I just that just really didn't sit well with me it, it, it really didn't and you'll come to find out that there is a an SD card slot on the unit itself, which is what I thought, you know, when you say physical media, that's kind of sort of what I was thinking it was going to utilize that function. But some other things have really kind of come to light with regards to that. When I started researching that, it, it took me down this rabbit hole of just a whole bunch of other weird things that I was unaware of. And, and I kind of, you know, if you guys want to, want to chime in on this, I'm, you know, it, it's not really worthy of necessarily of being a, a main event discussion or anything, but, you know, if you guys want to chime in feel free. Um, uh, I've been following so, you a little bit.
2: Uh, I know Tommy Tallarica has been kind of uh, pointed out as being, it, it almost looks like a grift to me.
0: Oh, yeah, you to, know I hate,
2: to, I hate to have to say it but they don't have a working prototype yet and yeah. and to uh, be jumping around trying to get investors um, there's a like some form drama happening on Atari age it seems like uh, on there and uh, it, I just it kind of smacks at the Coleco chameleon and as much as I like to have seen that come to market you know it was uh, uh, just not done well and i you know i hate to say it but uh, they talk a good game and i would love to see it to come out for you kev on here and i know that night stalker reboot looks really nice i know that other ocean was the developer that worked on that and uh, mike Micah and his team was uh, did that particular title but you know like the other thing about the moon patrol reboot i think they found some text in there from another game <laughs> in the screen <laughs> that they showed and so it's I, I, I want to see it come to market first before I make a decision if I'm even going to purchase it. So I just hope the best for Intellivision fans like yourself on there. If not, you know, there's other options like the Evercade and other things come in the market that might be uh, better off, you know, possibly. So.
0: Yeah, well, well it, it's, it's weird because I think where I think this differs from the Coleco Chameleon is that people have actually played this. They've actually played the unit They've They've been doing these events on the East coast and parts of the Midwest and folks have gone in and have actually played the unit. But the one thing is that Tommy Tallarico is a lightning rod. You know, people either love him or hate him there. He's got a, a cult of personality surrounding him. And I try, I keep, I keep all that stuff off to the off to the side, you know, you know, I don't care what his politics are, I don't care about any of that. I just want, I'm just hope, I was just hoping, want to hope that this product actually comes to market. And as I was doing this, doing this research, or, or going down this rabbit hole, it's not it wasn't even research, it's just like one thing led to another led to another led to another. And a lot of it was sourced from this uh, Ars Technica article that came out from a year ago, that was really pushed by there's this pod, this retro podcast, uh, Pat the NES Punk. And it, it's obvious that him is like him, the guy Pat and his co-host Ian, they hate Tommy. I mean, there is, <laughs> I don't know what beef they had with Tommy, uh, Talarico, at what point, but they cannot stand the man. And it is absolutely clear in how they. Deal with each and every uh, amico article or news information that comes out, and they put it forward in in their podcast consistently. But there are some things that really can't that you really can't even with even looking at it in that light that are just weird. Like the Ars Technica article was basically saying that this thing is powered by six or seven year old uh, android a chipset that was part of $100 budget Android phones and that the core chipset when purchased in bulk is like 30 35 you can get the whole thing for $38 with a with with a module for your for your camera 38 bucks for the whole thing Amico is being sold. It was initially being sold at $250. And I, I think it's gone up to $270 70 something. You're well in that. You're in that Nintendo Switch price range with that. And you know, all that stuff, all that stuff aside, I, you know, it is what it is. They're, they were talking about how the the controller is only one is only one has only 1 megabyte of <laughs> of usable memory and for the types of games that this thing is supposed to be playing i i guess that's that's one thing but then we start getting into the presentations and the demos they had they did this demo with what they call in television battle tanks which is supposed to be uh there was a tank battle for on Intellivision on a cartridge called Triple Action. I have that game. And one of the games is basically kind of like combat. You can shoot and ricochet rounds off these blocks and, you know, try and hit your opponent's tank. Well, they took assets from battle from, to make battle tank for the, the battle tank demo. They used assets from some type of free usage. 3D modeler online, 3D modeler that specifically says this is not for use for any for-profit projects. They took the screenshot from War Thunder, their their, their screensaver, their, their title screen, their attract screen. They ripped that off from War Thunder and World of Tanks. They the the, the tank select screen. They pulled from uh, some uh, museum of military history <laughs> uh-huh. on their website, and they use that as as your tanks as your tank select option. And it's and I'm looking at this. I think this is crazy. And this is and, and I you know you got to give it up to to uh, Pat the NES Punk and his podcast. He went in there and they broke it down. They uh, and they they traced the sources, the people that sourced the chicanery going on, and they put up the the links for where the that or those original stills were, where the that free source 3D modeler was from, and then Amico pulled the initial video down because I remember I watched that video. And that tank game really didn't do anything for me one way or the other. But they pulled the video, put the video back up, pulled the video back down, and then the fourth time they put that video up and said, uh, "All, all uh, assets are a work in progress." That was not what was what was up on those 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 first three videos. That was not the case. That those were not assets for for a, for a, uh, for an in development they didn't put that in there and there's just like a whole bunch of um, that was one of the, the the more glaring ones the more recent glaring ones and it was just like I don't get it and then when you listen to the podcasts that are really championing championing the amico, everybody's got a relative of Tommy Talarico as part of the show. It, 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 it's like you know uh, you know and then they'll say like yeah well you know you know full disclosure i'm tommy's cousin full disclosure you know we used to work together full <laughs> disclosure you know this was this was my we went to high school whatever it is you know and tommy got
1: connections yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
2: it's been amusing to follow all the shenanigans and i know this is you know, this is probably we could probably break this down on an even longer segment if need be. But uh, you know, um, just all the different consoles coming to market and whatnot. I just um, I'm in. A, I'll, I'll wait until I see it mode with this thing. So hate to say it, Kev. I hope it does come out. I hope it's successful. But it just just doesn't look like uh, they're doing a very professional job of what they're doing so far. Um, well, I mean,
0: it, well, I mean, what I've done is I've I've canceled my pre-order. Um, Probably smart. and, uh, I'm just going to wait. This, this thing is supposed to come to Walmart and GameStop and I will just wait and see what that looks like, uh, when it does, uh, yeah. it is just really, it's, it's just been really disheartening, particularly for, you know, for someone like me, it's like, I, I love television. I could care less about, oh, and, and that was something else. Um, he had Jay Allard as a part of his team, a global um, uh, global consultate, consultation. He had a, a specific title for him. Uh, Jay Allard left. He said in, 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 in a statement, he said there was no drama. He just said it wasn't the right fit for him. He was going to pursue another project. But there are is some issues that Tommy was still keeping Jay Allard's name as being part of the executive team to woo investors for the company. And that's an FCC violation. You can't do that. You know, you can't lie about the people that you, that of the, your executives who are leading the various aspects of getting your product to market. When they leave, you got to let them people know. And there's been talk that the FCC is going to get involved in this because, you know, if some if someone's interested in investing in the company and they see Jay Allen, oh, that's the guy that helped bring Xbox to market. Hey, that guy knows something about uh, uh, bringing a console out. And it's being it's being it suggested that that say, that material has not been changed and that it's being used to bring on more investors. The that, NsSS that's, that's just, that's just, that's just shady. You know, there's too much stuff. I think there's stuff that is absolutely proof, like the Intellivision Battle Tanks thing. That has 100% been proved. Then there's some other stuff that may or may not be true. And there's the, the, the whole issue with Tommy himself being uh, uh, a lightning rod. That That is also you know, it is what it is. But then, with all, with all that stuff swirling around, it's just like, you know, I will just wait and see when this thing, when and if this thing comes to market and take a look at it then. But this this one, I was, because I was really looking forward to this thing, particularly as being uh, uh, a an, an television super fan, someone who was still, you know, still actively. I don't do it a whole lot, but still actively trying to complete, uh, my collection. I still have all my games. I never got rid of them. I still have my Intellivision 2, you know, all I have all of my classic, my classic consoles. And it's just, I was really hoping to see some of those reimagining Intellivision classics come to light and it was just, man, you know, this, this does not look good. So. Do you still have your uh,
2: PlayStation 2, Kev, by chance?
0: I do. I do. Um, My domestic one does not work, uh, but my import one does work. So I've got got a domestic and I've got a Japanese one.
2: Well, I know that back in the day for PS2, uh, Xbox, and for GameCube, there was an Intellivision compilation that came out that had all, like, 60 different games on it. So, that came out. And you could pick that up pretty pretty easy on there yeah
0: i mean the, the only thing with those is that those are those are a disaster to try and play without an intellivision controller oh. i mean it's one thing if you're trying to play astro smash but if it's something like uh, utopia or even something like checkers you need that intellivision controller in order to play it and i remember those like they would they, it would put up like a an overlay of the controller on one side of the screen Oh my god! In some no. kind of way you were <laughs> supposed to manipulate it. Yeah. That, that, that doesn't work. That, that, that doesn't work. It, some of the Intellivision games, the simpler ones you could play with a regular controller. I know like the Evercade, which, which definitely has my attention. I'm going to probably wind up pre-ordering on that. Um, they have an Intellivision uh uh, compilation cartridge but it depends on what's on the compilation if it's something really simple it'll work but something or even something that's simple like uh tron deadly discs you really need that keypad in order to in order to play because the keypad was how you threw your disc it had you know it had uh one two three four five six seven eight directions in which you could throw the disc and the control mechanism that the control disc as they put it was only used to move your dude around so you could move in one direction and throw the disc in a completely different one so yeah that when when they start talking compilations it 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 only it depends (laughs) it depends when it comes to in television specifically because that controller was so was so uh different and unique uh at that time you know so anyway i, I just wanted to th- bring throw that into the discussion uh and just kind of reflect my my disappointment in the way things are going with that so I, i'm just going to take a am taking a wait and see i canceled my pre-order and uh you know, we'll just see what ha- we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, it's probably nope. the best thing to do. Yeah, just wait and see.
0: All right, cool. So with that, we're gonna move on to our next topic, and we're gonna talk a little bit about Black Friday Halls. So Dez, I'm gonna pass the mic to you, man.
1: All righty. So uh, we got a we got a late call from um from our good friend, uh, John BT. Uh, he, he, after we had recorded last time, he was telling us about his uh, his Black Friday hauls uh, on our Discord. So if you want to be part of the conversation, please feel free to join our Discord. We'd love to have you at the end of the show, Kev. We'll let you know, as always, how you can join us. Uh, but he says, uh, for his Black Friday haul, he got Ghost of, uh, Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut Uh, Delivered the same day via DoorDash from GameStop for only $3. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that you could DoorDash your games. I am not surprised. Yes, you can. I am am not surprised. (laughs) You know, I am not surprised. So good for you, buddy. It's a great game. I think you'll definitely enjoy it. He also got Outriders, uh, Borderlands 3, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ultimate Edition. I got that too. Cyberpunk 2077. I wish you probably should have waited. You could have got it for five bucks. Uh, and he also ordered Risk of Rain 2, but it got canceled saying it was out of stock. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um,
2: he was trying to get the five buck Risk of Rain from Five Below, and I guess
1: they sold out. So, uh, That sucks. I'm sorry, buddy. Um but you did look it looks like you picked up a lot of really good games. Uh we're definitely playing Outriders if you want to play, let us know. Um I'm sure Joe would love to jump back into Borderlands 3 as would I probably. I'm not really sure. I I think I would. Um and then I got Spider-Man Miles Morales and I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are of it. Um uh, as well as Cyberpunk 2077. Um just to see what how what your thoughts are. So please definitely let us know uh in the Discord. Uh, or jump into one of our um, well, one of our games when you see us on And let us know your your thoughts about these games that you purchased uh, All these great Black Friday hauls So I uh, just wanted to give him a shout out uh, Because he was unable to make it to our last one So thank you again for sharing, John uh, Back to you, Kev
0: Okay, so with that we're going to move on to our next topic on the docket That being the main event So once again, Dez, you're on deck.
1: Alrighty. So the main event question for episode 150: What old, or what old arcade series would you like to be modernized and brought out again? I think of anything you would love to see a shiny new take on, and we will talk about it on our next podcast. Um, and we got, we got, some, we got a pretty good responses from this. And and I was just thinking about this because of the. Um, there's a lot of arcade collections out there. And I was just wondering, you know, instead of just putting out collections, what would we really like to see that was like an art from an old school arcade like cabinet that had a cabinet? So Double F 2018, Mr. Fred French, your friend and mine, says, uh, not sure if this was in the arcade, but I would want to remake a Smash TV. It was in the arcade and it was amazing. Um, big money, big prizes. I love it. Uh, five estimation points. I guess he really did love it. Uh, my wife and I would play that for hours on the Super NES or SNES. Great times, definitely. It was a fantastic one. Uh, I played it a lot at the arcade. Uh, it was, it was the, it was by nature the definition of a quarter hog. Like, it just, like, it just ate quarters like, like no one's business. And I'm sure Joe could contest to that because i'm sure joe lost many a quarter in that game as uh as well didn't you
2: i played a lot of any arcade but actually i played the home console port on uh super nintendo more actually uh, so really I actually i enjoyed it i enjoyed it quite a bit on super nintendo so uh because the thing about it is that, that game's a grind and you you know yep. you have a cer- certain amount of keys to get into the pleasure dome and uh i tried my damnness to get to the pleasure dome i never made it so no pleasure for me i guess so oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> But uh, I did follow up with Fred French and, and let him know on Twitter because uh, Smash TV is part of a Midway Arcade Origins that originally came out for the 360 and it's back compat on the series consoles. And um, it's actually on sale right now for like five bucks. So if you want to play all those old Williams games like Joust and uh, Defender and all those games, even including Smash TV, NARC on there, Ooh, it's part of that compilation for 5 bucks. I think it's 5 bucks well spent on there so.
1: Yeah, Narc. <laughs> I haven't thought Real about that narc. game in like forever. Ugh. Narc.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like Smash TV so much. I love Total Carnage the sequel too. Yes, and, that was and, the like, other one
1: that was super dope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we played the crap out of those games.
3: Yeah, Ooh. the
2: Super Nintendo port of Total Carnage was brought out not by acclaim but by THQ and it was a piece of shit. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: It is what
3: it is it is what so, it
2: is. so
1: uh, Chaffee says um at el Chaffee uh, he says I like a new crystal castles I think a VR version would be cool I think a VR version of crystal castles would be bananas um well, uh, so since you're a long since you're a long time listener I would love to hear your take on on what do you think a VR version of it would it be would it be would it be you're in the castle and you're running and grabbing it or like you're the like crystal castles had the bear in it right and the bear yep. ran around okay Bentley
2: bear yeah yeah
1: and you were running around like so you're bentley bear in this or are you like flicking bentley bear around like because i was thinking because for some reason i remember the ball but then i got it confused with marble madness and i thought a marble madness game with vr would be great If you literally had to, like, push the ball with your hands and you had to run after it and then keep pushing it or something so you can get your exercise, too. See? It's all about exercise. Anyway. Um, But, yeah, I think uh, a Crystal Castles take would be interesting, and I would love to hear your thoughts about what do you think a VR Crystal Castles would look like in your mind? Like, are you, Bentley Bear, in this? And you're running around, you know, grabbing, grabbing the crystals? Huh. I just... I don't know, I, I really thought long and hard about that, probably a lot longer than I should have. So,
3: <laughs>
1: so, uh, John BT on Discord said, uh, Desmond sort of mentioned it, but I'd love a revamp of Black Tiger, as would I. I think that was a fantastic game. Uh, something about that arcade uh, game was just awesome, and I always would play it if it were available. I think it would be cool. Uh, I think it would be cool to still be a side-scroller, but more action than Metrovania. Um, I agree. I, I think Black Tiger is... Was Black Tiger was one of those games that I played an awful lot of, probably way too much of, but I really, really enjoyed it um, and would love to play more of it in the future. And then lastly, Rin on Discord says, I haven't played too many older arcade games, but Galaga has always been an old favorite, um, even though it's pretty simple. It would be interesting to see what they could do with it now. And actually, it's funny that you say that because Galaga has had a lot of different iterations over the years. And I think that's one of the games that, much like Pac-Man, um, it's really stood the test of time. And it's just like every so often, you're, you'll get a new Galaga uh, game that has, you know, uh, newer graphics or, or they've added something to it or something new is going on. So so if you're really interested in seeing what those Galaga are i'm sure your uncle you know who's much older than you <laughs> could could mm-hmm. uh could tell you about that you know or or definitely ask in our in our discord and we can definitely um let you know where you could go to look for some of those uh newer versions of galaga because they're out there you know i love yeah. galaga 88 that's yeah. probably
0: my it was- favorite iterate there was that one and i think it was in there was another one I've seen it called Super Galaga, and there was and it called something else. It was one where you were collecting bits and pieces of a super ship, but every time you collected a piece, it would add some type of ability. Like there was one piece that you would get that would give you, you know, quicker firing lasers. And I just can't remember, I can't remember what the proper name for it was because there were, I know some arcades had bootleg versions of it i think that's probably uh, why it was called different things like oh <laughs> uh, i remember the one galaga i remember three was from
1: malibu so super galaga love it um but yeah i definitely think that uh any one of us could could probably let you know or or, or kind of help you find a, a a galaga uh collection that i think that you would definitely love yeah, I
2: mentioned uh, to him on Discord because I don't know if you guys ever played Galaga Legions that came out for PS3 and Xbox 360.
1: Beth. I want to say that I did because I think you had it, and yeah, and I think I played it at your house, which is haha, surprise, surprise. Uh, but I do remember, um, uh, a very uh, it was a uh, like, like
2: a, a modern take on it. It had like some like uh, really bullet. Hell, kind of, yeah, exactly.
1: That's the one I remember because it was like tough as nails. I remember that it came
2: out, I guess it was designed by the same guy that did Pac Man Championship Edition, so they took kind of the same take on it. And it is back compat, it plays on series consoles. So, just in case if you're interested, anyone out there is interested, um, it is available to play. So,
1: all right. So, Joe, since you're on the mic right now, what is, uh, what is a game that you would like to see, buddy? I got
2: got actually a couple I was really thinking uh, long and hard about this question and uh, you know I want to see more modern takes of uh, games and in the past that I really enjoyed and I had to think uh, you know what arcade game I think would make a great resurgence and i would say like maybe a four player top down uh like akari akari warriors <laughs> game. wow
1: so, that would be awesome you were I, about- I
2: don't know why they haven't gone back to it, especially getting into the different vehicles and whatnot and uh, maybe bringing up some uh elements uh uh where you know we got some online maybe some like uh, pvp going on possibly so uh anything else um also was thinking about um getting a new version of choplifter and that's another game
1: choplifter jeez yes like you're taking yeah. it back choplifter
2: choplifter yes because i know that they brought out choplifter i believe for the ps3 but it's like i love that kind of um immersive gameplay to try to rescue people and try to land and try to maneuver your helicopter shoot and whatnot and uh, uh another game too that you know it's mentioned in the, in the amico thing but i think you know it needs a better <laughs> console than amico to be on is a uh, moon patrol too i think uh there's there's a lot of uh of ip out there that maybe is not mined as much as like the usual namco games the usual sega games on there that i think could warrant uh, a remake or a relook on there especially with some of the unique gameplay elements like you know i like if someone decided to do a modern day kadash you know or uh, something to where if it's like a magic sword or something like that too so I, i could go probably on for a while just thinking of uh, new versions of, of games like that mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll leave it at that so
1: yeah. anything else uh, i know i know you probably got some more
2: oh no nah, no nah, i mean uh god what else would be,
1: be like i'm surprised you didn't say burger time oh burger
2: burger time is overrated in my opinion
1: whoa so. how dare you sir how, uh, how
2: dare i No, i
1: dare you sir burger <laughs> time is amazing what was
2: it buster burger I don't no, know. It was not Buster Burgers. P- Peter Pepper.
3: So.
1: <laughs> Peter <laughs> that, Pepper. Look at this, this man knows his his mascots. He's like, don't you dare say something bad about Peter Pepper, was, son of yeah. Doctor Pepper. <laughs> did you know that that caused the schism in, in the Pepper household because he went in he went to a culinary school and did did not go to medical school like his father, Doctor Pepper.
0: Oh, good grief! Moving uh, right uh, along, uh, 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 a VR would you
2: be the best but i don't know if you heard me kevin but i was mentioning of uh, that i would love to see a modern version of akari warriors i think that would just be the she who so yeah that would be
0: pretty dope that would uh, be pretty dope
2: Um is it oh go ahead no i already kind of talked about it, but uh i think one last one and i'll let you go kev um i would love if konami and god forbid konami has tons of games in their back catalog long to go to but uh uh modern day jackal like a remake of jackal oh I think would be great
0: so
1: cool. all right kev you're up
0: all right so I'm gonna I'm gonna I know that the emphasis was on arcade. I'll mention one arcade game but I'm gonna mention a couple of classic home games that really that that really hit hit home with me. First one being uh, Space Hawk. Uh, I don't know okay. if any of you guys had ever ever played it. Space Hawk was kind of like in television's version of asteroids, where instead of being a ship, you were like this astronaut in in the middle of space. You had a gun, and you were being attacked by these. Uh, I guess they were supposed to be metal space, literally metal space hawks. And they would come out and they would squawk at you and they would shoot these, uh, gas bubbles at you. (laughs) And the bubbles were kind of like, um, you, you could shoot, you shot them for points. And the way you built your points up was you would continuously shoot as many bubbles as possible before blowing up the hawk, that's how you maximize the the your your point buildup. I used to play that game for freaking hours. That that was Space Hawk is one of my favorite uh, in television games. So I'll say that. Uh, I will also say Space Battle. That was another in television game that I loved, which, uh, according to what I've seen was supposed to be called Battlestar Galactica because the enemy ships looked just like the Cylon Raiders and the even though it's from a first person perspective the ship you're in looks dead on like a colonial Viper and it, it said mm. that that game was supposed to be Battlestar Galactica but some like some last minute something last minute happened with attorneys lining up or something like that and so it was called space battle in the end. As far as arcade games go, I would say I would like to see a remake of, I'm going to say, I don't talk about it much, but I would like to see a remake of Star Castle. Oh, wow. Uh, for those that, that and not only that, Star Castle, Omega Race, um. Uh, those games, I used to, and I didn't play them much because I never came across them very often. But when I did, they just they just grabbed my attention. Um, Starcastle, the only place that I, I played Starcastle at was uh, Rollertown. The only place that I played um, Omega Race was there was an arcade in Los Angeles that I went to a couple of times. And those are the only two places where I can remember playing uh, those two games. So I loved them a lot, but I never got a chance to really play them because I never came in contact with them very often. So, but those two kind of stick in my mind. Another one uh, would also be probably be Battle Zone because that was one of the few arcade games I used to play with my dad back in the day. Uh, he enjoyed he enjoyed Battle Zone a lot. So. I, I think there was there was a there was a VR version of Battlezone I think that they did but
2: um uh, um I yeah no it came, came out for um, PlayStation 4 and I believe uh, they patched it so you could play it not in VR but just on regular just regular okay yeah so you could actually pick that up even though if you're uh, hesitant for VR and still play it on a flat screen or your normal tv screen <laughs> so yeah it's playable with or without a vr device it's very cheap actually on there if you're able to like maybe find it at a gamestop i think uh, right now gamestop has that game for six dollars to make you holla so okay okay uh, it, might, it might be a kevin like uh, christmas get or something you know <laughs>
0: yeah it, it might be it might be yeah, so that would be that. That would be my my games that uh, that I would like to see remade. Cool, cool. Well, for me,
1: uh, number one would have to be Spy Hunter. I absolutely adored that game. I thought it was super silly, but I really, really loved it. So
0: uh, just uh, they did just... remake Spy Hunter.
1: I know, yeah. I know. But With it the Rock. Be... What was that? <laughs> With the Rock. Yeah, but I need something that's a little bit more uh, <laughs> um, like real, I guess. I don't know, because no, I don't know. No. So <laughs> all I can say is no, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, I would like to see a new Qbert. I think Qbert would be kind of cool. Uh, I don't know how they would do it, but I think Qbert. And uh, my last two would be Burger Time, because I think. You know, Burger Time would be awesome regardless of what Joe says. I think Burger Time would be would be fun. And then uh my last time my last one would be Missile Command. I think a weird ass missile command would be kind of cool. Um, I don't know how they would do it, but I, I think an old school silly like your you know having to shoot missiles out or do some weird I mean knowing how they would do it, it'd be some weird four X you know, missile command type thing, um, or something. I don't know, but but I think those two would be would be the ones that that I would really like to see what they would do with them because I have no idea what. But I, I don't. I just don't know what they would do with it. You know, and I think that I think one of the reasons why we haven't seen some of this stuff is because of just that. I just don't think people know what they would do with it you know in that aspect that's why i would love them to just see them try something um and try to bring something new and original to these uh to these games
2: well, so, missile command that's part of the miko game slate of games that come out for that console so and i think it's been remade before so
1: no no i think i think a lot of these games have been remade before but it's just like it probably has been remade, and since like probably the the early early two thousands, late nineties or something, because I don't think a lot of these have been remade uh, super recently. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, we could talk about like Contra, but that Contra game was just shite. So, um, and so that's what I'm talking about. Like, I would love to see a remake of these games or or re not a remake, just a reimagining of these games, but actually done with love, and, and then it's not just a quick cash grab, so, you know, because it's like you are preying on our, like, you know, 40, 40 to 50-year-old, you know, memories of, like, you know, ooh, I, re- I remember Arkanoid, let's see what they did with it, you know? <laughs> it's like, no, like, they try to put some actual stuff into it and make it a fun, a fun game, but you know how it well,
0: is. Well, they, they did remake Spy Hunter in 2001. You had Spy Hunter 2 in 2003, and then the one with The Rock, Spy Hunter Nowhere to Run, dropped <laughs> in 2006. <That>,
1: <laughs> it. it's ripe. This is ripe for, yeah. for, for new stuff. Like, that's just...
0: Yeah, mm. you know that the... For the original Xbox and the PlayStation 2. mm
2: uh, the Midway Arcade Origins I mentioned previously has Spy Hunter on that compilation as well, and you should look on your Xbox because it's in my library. I actually own it, so.
0: Okay, I'm. A, I probably own it too. I, I yeah. might actually still have my copy of Spy Hunter for PS2 now. That I think about it. And.
2: I didn't know, but I looked, and uh, Atari actually brought out a new version of Missile Command, Missile Command Recharge, that came out for the Switch earlier this year, and I didn't, had no idea. But it's three bucks on the store right now, so that's the normal price for it. So, huh? well, there you crack, go. Crack online research, but you know your your arcade dreams are coming true.
1: You? Oh yes,
2: <laughs> yes. Thank you, Joe. Oh. dreams are now reality.
1: <laughs> I feel like that what was that 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 black kid from that from that commercial where he's like ah. <laughs> that meme anyway. Never mind. So, okay, so thank you so much everybody for um <laughs> for for saying for coming and talking to us about that um about this question. I think it was I think it was fun. Um so for this week we have a couple of a couple of things to announce the first one is that in celebration of our 150th um episode this is actually the day of the show this is our 151st episode um because we technically have a special uh we did a special a while ago that was not numbered if i remember correctly yeah uh yeah, so this is actually our 151st episode, but, you know... Didn't we have a lost
2: episode, too? Uh, we probably be... do
1: have a lost episode, too. Yeah, we that
2: have... uh, we, we thought we were going to record, and we had to re-record, I believe. Yeah,
1: so. yeah, so, so we have a couple of weird stuff that happened, but we're going to make this our official 150th episode, and for that... Uh, we're going to be giving away uh, a prize. And so in order to be selected to, to win this prize, uh, you got to answer uh, our next question. Um, and and if you are a member of our Discord, you get one, entran, one entry. And then if you answer the question, you get a secondary entry. So please... Uh please let us know uh, your thoughts and our pers- and and our question comes from Joe. Joe, hit him. What's what's the question, buddy?
2: The question is what game in your lifetime that you regret paying full retail price for after you purchase purchased the game. So Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> so It could, it could be uh, your Cyberpunk 2077s. It could be your Grand Theft Auto Trilogy remastered. It could
1: be, it could be your anthems, you know, just... Yeah. Uh, that old long... NES
2: game you paid 90 bucks for that was just you beaten in uh, 15 minutes kind of
1: thing. You know, yeah. there's
2: probably a lot of things you could kind of call from from your yeah.
1: past. Probably is. So, uh, so again, you know... What is a game that you have in your library, or that you had to burn to get it out of your library? Um, did you pay full price for, but then regret? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna wallow on our regrets to celebrate our 150th episode. But to make it up to you, you can uh, also get a prize. So uh, we're not gonna tell you what that prize is. Uh, we are we are going to hint at it on our Discord. So please join our Discord if you want to know what that prize is or a hint towards it. And uh, yeah we've... It's a new car oh, Thank Wait, you Carol no. Merrill <laughs> <laughs> uh, And so uh, So thank you everybody for to, taking the time To answer uh, Joe, uh, Sorry Kevin we will give you a shout out At the end of our show as always But thank you so much Please join our Discord uh, Please answer our question We love giving away stuff And uh, yeah thank you And I'll give it back to you Kev
0: Yes, we are your budget Oprah. You get, Oprah. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. You oh. get a car. All right. So our not next topic. No, not it's not. A car. Not a car. No, no, it is not. Most definitely not.
1: It might be All one right. of those weird. No, it might be one of those weird. Like you might like... get a Hot Wheel. That's no, no, no. <laughs> like a Hot Wheel, or you'll get one of those weird accessory controllers so you can play your Forza Horizon Five with it. <laughs> Give your birthday. There you go.
0: So our next topic on the docket is going to be the news. All right, Trader Joe, you got the mic.
2: All right. So basically something did happen. Monumental. Ha, ha, ha. That the, the Achilles happened. The Keely's uh, <laughs> 2021 Game Awards. And so. You know, um, I'm going to kind of talk sponsorship. About, you got it. Uh, we want to talk about the announcements and the news from the show. Um, but I want to overall, because we're not going to talk about who won what category and whatnot, because that's kind of ancillary, you know, uh, best game of the year, uh, went to, it takes two. There was some intranet controversy about it. And I think it's good for that guy, the main guy, the director of that game and get, getting the kudos. I didn't play his game, but, uh, everyone thinks it's the game of the year by all means it's the game of the year on there and um but uh, i think we, me Kev, and des we all watched the event kind of on a little bit of a delay um we did watch it on our discord so if you want to watch with us uh, i know we had ej popping and ren came in towards the end on there and uh my overall impressions of the show itself, as far as the announcements, we'll kind of go over that. As far as the awards, um, I could take it or leave it on the awards, in my opinion. I mean, it's not really an award show. It's in trailers and announcements wrapped up with some awards on the side kind of show, in my opinion. And as much as Jeff Keeley, I think he's doing a, a good job with the show because, you know, if you look back at uh, Spike TV and what it used to be, and you know seeing like samuel l jackson on the stage and, and bringing up like chick man and doritos and mountain dew i think it's a lot more uh upscale now than what it used to be and i enjoy when the award show comes on but you know in the perfect world we're just fast forwarding to the next reveal or trailer basically and so Facts. it is what it is on it so
3: Not lying. And,
2: and i don't mind watching it i know uh some people online, including some with uh, associated with GH Radio, said that they're not going to watch it ever again. You know, I'm not going to be all that because I still want to see my, my announcements and drops on there. So
0: it wasn't that but, serious. Uh, no, but we'll. we'll why did they not want to watch it ever again? I, I have to ask. Uh, you don't have to tell us uh, who I, it was, I don't know. I we haven't we, have a recorded, we haven't recorded we haven't recorded
2: a show yet. That's from Eric Bouchard of uh, GH Radio. That mentioned. it wasn't that serious, was it? No, no it was serious to him, and I don't know. We'll have to, I'll have to figure out what's what's up with that. We record next Tuesday, so. Okay. Hmm? Well, uh, I mean,
1: I would love to. Uh, oh, I'm going to be listening because I would love to hear because i know it i know it was kind of long in the tooth like i'll give them that you know yeah but... three and a half
2: hours yeah see a that's, hours. that's 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 not including the pre-show either so the pre-show is half
1: an hour so <laughs> i didn't watch that i was like no oh we watched that we
2: watched i didn't that. watch it
1: with them i joined later yeah i i, I magically had something to do so got
2: it <laughs> so what's your overall
1: impressions of the show Des? Um, it's what you expected it to be. Like it's, it's, um, it's a commercials. It it is a, it is a large commercial with awards thrown in. It's like the reverse of of a normal show that you would watch because you're willing to watch the show and then the commercials interrupt. Um, and this one, it was the, the, it was the opposite in which the awards interrupted the commercials. And I, for me, I'm like, okay, but I, I, to call this, a game show, I think, is a misnomer. I don't, I don't, because it doesn't, it doesn't ring true as, as a, as a, um, as a real game show. And I
2: think part game of it does. Meaning a uh, game awards, you mean?
1: Yeah, like a game awards. That's what I mean. It, it doesn't seem like an award show. Like, like I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it because I'd really like to know if, if people really feel. Like the people who won or people who are nominated, people that are there I really feel like this is like a good thing that's going on. You know what I mean? Because because I'm like most people were there just to see the were just there to see the um the they wanted to see the trailers. And so for me, it was like were they there to actually celebrate the artistry or were they just there to see the 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 trailers? You know, for this upcoming thing, because that's the thing that I understand is because you can see the trailers literally minutes after they are shown, you know, on YouTube. So it's like, so I don't know. It just that's that, that's the thing for me, and and I and I don't really know. Like, it, no other game shows has that because when someone watches the Oscars or another one, like they're generally there to see the Oscars, you know, or to see, you know, the stuff, and so it's kind of this. I don't know. I think sometimes the trailers do a disservice to the authenticity of the award show. If people are just there to see the award, you know, or sorry, or they're just just there to see the trailers, you know. And I think that's something that someone could think about or or investigate if they gave a shit, but they probably don't. Uh, and that's fine. That's fine if they don't want to. It's just I'm sitting there and I was like. I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm really kind of looking at, oh, that's really cool or that's really awesome. And shows are like, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, no, I want to see this. So so it was just a kind of weird situation, you know, that 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 I found myself in because I was really wondering. I was like, you know, we're watching this, but, but are we really watching it? Does it really matter? You know, does it really matter who won what? Or I don't know. I think in the grand scheme of things, you know, do awards really matter, you know? Uh but I guess that's just the weird existential thing about like awards and stuff. But but I think that's a much too much more deeper than this conversation needed to get. For me, I thought I thought the award show was was kinda boring. Um and the like I just thought they were kinda boring. You know, I didn't think any there was any I didn't think there was any maybe like three. Maybe three um trailers that i thought that were really like oh shit and i actually sat up and i thought were really kind of cool um the rest of the stuff was just kind of like okay you know this is nice but nothing really made me there was maybe like five things that i thought okay that's kind of cool but the rest of it was just kind of like okay and then what what was what was hilarious was after it was all over i just went to my youtuber's Um, my YouTube people, the streamers that I watched and I just, you know, watch their content to see what their thoughts were, you know, and kind of, so that's really what I did. So it's like, I don't know, like, I I think I could take it or leave it in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, but it's all right. How about you, Kevin?
0: For me, I don't care about awards. I probably would if I was making a living in that industry. To a certain extent, but I don't care about awards. When I, none of the movies that I cared about ever won any award, none—you know—very few of the musicians I listened to ever got a Grammy. So, award ceremonies in general, I couldn't care less about. What I—the reason I watched it was to see the announcements. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Couldn't care less about who got what, who won what. It's may it can be for interesting discussion, but outside of that, did not care. Uh, yeah. don't care about seeing all them people uh on stage, quote unquote singing, didn't care about sting, performing. Uh <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it is, you know, it is what it is. So, but I think is it a good thing? Are the game awards a good thing in general? Yeah, I think it is. I, I think it's good for uh, the industry to celebrate within itself the achievements uh, that the in that industry has made. I, I think it's great. Um, but outside of that, it, I'll put it to you this way. If the Game Awards had no announcements, I wouldn't even watch it. Wouldn't yeah. watch it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't watch it either. I would just wait, you know, and see what happened on on. I'd let I'd let someone cover it, you know. And I'd do. And that's and that it's kind of for me. That's kind of like a weird stance, you know, because I think that we there should be a way to celebrate, you know, cool games and stuff like that. But I just I think the way that they're doing it now might not be the best way. So well, it's
0: because they're trying to mimic the Oscars. It's what they're doing, or a mimic of the Grammys, or, or, or a, a merging of the two yeah, traditional. Uh, yeah. stuff. yeah. So, I, I, mean, I don't know what what, what they could do to change that. But in the end, at the end of the day, like I don't watch the Oscars. If the Oscars had trailers in it, would I watch the Oscars? Probably not. Given what kind of movies generally win awards over there, are not movies that I care to watch. I don't care about some some French film about you know some dude cheating on his wife. I, I, I could care I couldn't care less about that type of stuff. You know, you want to show me the next Die Hard? Then maybe you've got my attention. Uh, same with same with the games. You know, if, if there were no trailers attached to this this to this show. I wouldn't watch it at all mm-hmm.
2: you know Joe, there's, other, there's <laughs> other outlets you know for actual awards i know there's the dice awards which is part of the uh, academy of interactive arts and sciences they're a nonprofit group that's basically all industry people they don't telecast that particular award show that is strictly for the industry mm-hmm. on there and they do vote on that and that's been in place for, uh, even prior to even the game awards existing on there so there's other outlets i know in, in london too they do the golden joystick awards and that's been oh, in that's place, cool uh since 1983 on there it's like there was a number of video game magazines that got together and that has been still in place in the uk and europe for that amount of time and in fact they do have a big to-do in uh uk and europe for those awards and so that's been a separate um award show as well and then there is also another uh, conglomerate of uh of companies in japan that have japan game awards as well so i mean there's uh there's options know, is what you're saying there's options out there i mean cool. i i, I, I like that, that. Key, i like that Keeley is doing what he's doing but you know there is other places where these people can get better recognized as part of the show, because they're not wrapping it up with a bunch of uh, commercials and advertisements. And I'm there for the commercials and advertisements. Um, If they did a a deeper dive um, on some of the um, artistry of this, of the games, or like, you know, focused on that a little bit more, maybe that would make it more quote unquote watchable on there. But the way they kind of, uh, got the awards off to the side a little bit it's just uh yeah it's not the reason to watch the show they try to, to hype everyone up and then everyone unfortunately because they think every game under the sun that they've been waiting 10 years for is going to get announced at the show they're uh, let down and i don't come in with expectations i just want to see what's there kind of thing so on there i know that uh, i was referencing a tweet that uh, someone uh, made the jeff Keeley direct directly and uh you know uh, it was a point that jeff Keeley actively responded to her (laughs) on it i made it a point to uh, talk to desmond about it and uh because she basically went ahead and posted online on the day of the game awards because everyone was expecting uh uh, Breath of the Wild 2 to show up. Uh, she posted, "When I die, I want Jeff Keeley to lower me into my grave so he could let me down one more time." <laughs> and so she oh, good that. grief! And then Jeff Keeley responded to it, even though he wasn't actually tagged in it. His name was on the on the tweet, and said, "Okay, I'll be there."
0: <laughs> <She just laughs>
2: basically, because that got... makes
1: no sense that that she would say that. Because like, like, like he has as if the... he
0: has control over yeah. all that.
1: Yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah. The man is that powerful. Okay. <laughs>
0: Give me a break. Well, let's, let's
2: go ahead and dip in, and we'll talk <sighs> a little bit uh, about some of the things that were announced. I'm not going to go every blow by blow on here. Pre-show had some uh, cool things. Uh, Tunic, that uh, zelda S game with that fox, did get a, a release date announced of uh, March 16th on there. Uh, that is coming out for Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC on there. I believe I played the demo of that. Uh, before i'm not sure if it's a game Pass day one but uh, we'll see i know most xbox fans are probably expecting it to be xbox games Pass day one because it's exclusive on the xbox but i'm um, eager to look at that um king of fighters 15 had a new character announced on there and the next beta date so i kind of missed the first beta date uh, so a new character Cronin was announced, which is he looks pretty badass. It's like a blue mop of hair with some cool sunglasses and some uh, like uh, crazy powers, it looks like. So, on there, is there any excitement f- between you guys for King of Fighters 15? I know I want to check out the next beta, it's coming out from December 17th to December 20th. So, that's going to be next weekend. If you pick that, it up, so. I'll
1: probably play it, you know, I'll, I'll play the demo with you.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna be over at your house for, for Christmas next weekend, so maybe we'll play it there. And we'll get a little sure. fighting rage back. But Kev, mm-hmm. uh, are right, with your hitbox, are you gonna dive into KOS 15, or are you kind of take uh, wait and see after 14?
0: Uh I'll take a look at it. I it looks better than 14 did, cosmetically. So I'll I'll definitely take a look at it. Yeah just 14 14 should have 14 uh should have been world heroes that's what they should have called 14 <laughs> it should have been world heroes you know mm. and I mean I mean that's just that's that's a whole other discussion but 15 uh it has some wild characters it doesn't have anybody that seems really way 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 out there like 14 did so i think as long as they they hold to that that design that design pattern uh, i and the systems are not overly complicated then you know I'll, i'll check it out
2: yeah i've been meaning to get back to fighting games and i know king of fighters especially snk fighters have a special um
0: place in my heart
2: you know, that's how I met Desmond. you know So it's like. That's why I'll uh, always play it. Yeah. I think it's good stuff. So, well, and, you know, it might be something new. I still have Guilty Gear Strive in my backlog. I mean, I got things to play if need be, but I think King of Fighters would be also a good, good ad if need be. Uh, next thing I announced or shown during the pre show was a trailer for Babylon's Fall on there. So we've been kind of talking about this game off and on for years now, but. Uh, um uh, platinum games they finally have a release date it's going to come out worldwide on march 3rd uh, 2022 it's coming out for ps4 ps5 and pc uh, on via steam on that it's going to retail for 60 bucks but you know obviously this is the uh, grinderific uh, you could play solo you could play up to four players and obviously uh, loot it up and battle it up on their uh, medieval art style of course and uh you know Looking very cool. I think this game's all on all three of us radar, if need be. I know I'll probably pre-order and buy it day one on there. I don't know how you guys are, but I'll be there definitely day one because of Platinum and the fact that it is a four-player looter brawler. You know, so.
1: Yeah, I know people got it were got their you know tits in an uproar about it, but I think I think it's going to be fine, and I'm. I mean, it looks kind of weird with the with the uh, weapons floating behind their backs, but eh, I mean that I think that's just the stylistic design, so I'm not really gonna worry too much about it. But I actually think that it looks pretty dope, and I just hope that it's not like I, I just hope that it's not a like a, a, a gas game. I just really hope that it's that it has some meat to it. That's the one thing that I hope is that it has like meat to it, and it's you know.
3: I'm hoping that so, we can yeah. actually play
1: it, you know, that we can actually play it and enjoy it.
0: And it's not super crazy. That's, you know, you know, I, that's what I think, want. Yeah. Um, I'll check it out. It looks like it could be pretty interesting. Uh, I, I too, hope it avoids the the gas of gasification because yeah. that never ends well, for, at nope. least for, for me. It doesn't. So, uh, what I looked at the gameplay that I saw looked interesting in some ways, kind of reminded me of Godfall. So, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. I know
2: um, I was invited to their uh, Discord uh, because I was, I applied to get a beta code, but they never gave me a beta code, but they invited me to the Discord. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yo. laughs> uh, People were commenting, in fact, are they gonna be, after the release date was announced, are they gonna you know, uh, be able to fix everything in time? And uh, I know they commented too that they did take all the beta feedback from the last closed beta and they are implementing changes, so we'll have to see. But they did comment when they announced the game that it is going to feature uh, new game mode story content and weapon types after launch at no additional cost. So either that's gonna indicate <laughs> Uh, that, you know, you're going to get further content later on, and that might indicate that's coming in hot. You know, so we'll, we'll have to be the judge of that once it does come out and see what happens and then from there. So uh also got shown uh, with the uh, pre-show was a gameplay trailer for Evil West on here. And if you didn't remember what Evil West was, it's basically a, uh over-the-top uh, Western game uh, third-person shooter from developer Flying Wild Hog, which is also the developer of the Shadow Warrior series, and so very interested. I think it has a really good gameplay style on there. It's coming out in 2022 for Everything Under the Sun. It is going to be uh, coming out for PS4 and Xbox One, so there might be, you know, obviously not the true, true next-gen, but hopefully they have it scalable, if need be. But I know your eyebrows were raised at this trailer, right, Kev?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be getting it looks good yeah i'm kind of interested too
2: and we'll have to take it from there uh next thing that they revealed or showed on the pre-show was uh persona 4 ultra max ultimax excuse me um finally it's going to be released for modern consoles on here it's more well, semi-modern consoles coming out for ps4 and the switch on there and also on pc for um on march 17 2022 it, it is coming out for only 30 bucks so i'm not sure if we're going to get a physical or not on there but it kind of brings that persona fighting game uh from uh arc system works to uh the next generation you know because this game was stuck on ps3 and xbox so xbox 360 on there so and unfortunately no xbox fans you're not getting this port <laughs> too bad so sad oh Uh, Is this uh, something that's worthwhile? You think you're going to pick up the port, Kev?
0: I don't think I'll pick up the port because I have the PS3 version and I just, I just couldn't get into the combat system. The combat system was kind of like blaze blue where each character kind of, kind of controlled uniquely. And that's, Great and all, but it also means that you have to spend a lot of time trying to master whatever character you're trying to play as. There, you know, the easiest character was was the main character. You know, the guy that you play as in Persona Four. I can't remember his name, but everybody else, when particularly when you start bringing in the personas into the com in, into the combat it's just like really there's a lot going on and i just really couldn't if i'm going to do all that i'll just play blaze blue
2: yeah and blaze Blue's getting um you know rollback back yeah yeah that's coming out pretty soon so and i got central fiction in my backlog so yeah i do too that might be something to look forward to there versus playing this game. But I'm glad for Persona fans that they get a chance. I know EJ was excited for this. So mm-hmm. I, think, I definitely think he's going to pick it up day one. So mm-hmm. Day one get for, for him. So, And then we'll get into the meat of the show. And then the uh, worldtastic Jeff Keighley. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is gameplay trailer of Senua Saga Hellblade 2 <laughs> on there. So. Six-minute trailer busted out from Ninja Theory. Um, we all watched it. Uh, I know Des. I think he had to step out during this time. I watched um, it later, yeah. though.
3: Well, yeah. I watched part
1: of it later, and I was just kind of like,
2: eh. You know, I don't know where gameplay comes into the mix with this trailer. You have to watch it and see maybe see it for yourself. There was a nice, healthy internet discussion afterwards that resulted in me banning a couple, you know, people or like blocking a couple people. Because, uh, you know, the, the Xbox trolls came out to say, oh, look look at the difference between Senua Saga Hellblade 2 trailer and Horizons, uh Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West looks like a freaking cartoon compared to the realistic graphic oh, style <laughs> of Senua Saga Hellblade 2. And it's like, okay, it's a, it's a game, sir. It's a great game. You know, we all think still that I don't see the where the gameplay comes in with this, I don't see any UI on any of the you know, Jeff Keeley said it's playable. Do I believe Jeff Keeley? Eh, you know, don't believe yeah. the hype. It's you playable, playable, you
0: push play and you watch yeah.
2: it.
3: It's playable. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, why I, are you doing like that, Kev? Why are you doing <laughs> like that? It's impressive from what the gameplay showed. I mean, if that is gameplay, and I noticed in the trailer too, because I, you know, we were watching on Discord. I was wearing headphones, and I could definitely tell in the audio mix there's a lot of, of uh, uh, like, uh, voices talking in the mix. From what I could tell, you know, so I, I think it's going to hit on those prior Hellblade notes on there. Uh, but I know everyone um, that is a big Xbox fan and I'm looking forward to this dropping super excited for it i don't want to take from that excitement i just want to see a little bit more of uh, the meat and potatoes of this game yeah you know, i was thinking when i was watching the trailer too it's like wouldn't it be awesome if a bunch of enemies came out and became a muso or something so, <laughs> i think that would have been badass you know muso in that graphical style and looking like that oh you my know, obvi- that, would, I,
0: that would definitely grab my attention that yeah would definitely grab my attention I would just say I'm going just say this I'm not going to take anything away from the graphical presentation that that they showed in Sinuous Saga that looked fantastic yeah that being said this looked more like a interactive experience than a game something that you might expect from the folks that gave you uh uh what was that being human or
2: uh oh, Detroit
0: Detroit become human or something more along the lines of you know uh uh black rain. Heavy rain, that, you mean heavy rain, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's just I did not see any gameplay. I, I I I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't see a heads-up display, I didn't see anything that even hinted that there was somebody with a controller or a keyboard or a mouse or anything controlling anything that was taking place on that screen. I didn't, and if and hopefully in the coming days that they'll they'll bring out some proof that'll that'll prove that wrong because if this is gameplay on you using somebody's controller using an Xbox uh, three uh, an Xbox Series controller. Then we can talk, but until then, I saw an interactive experience. I didn't good, see a game.
2: Good guru and premiere out there. show me some living proof so, mm. but uh, what do you think what do you think of it, Desmond?
1: I mean, pretty much I don't think the... well, I, I have to agree with Kevin. I don't I, if I remember the first one, there really wasn't a heads up display in the first one, if I remember correctly, and it was just you would kind of walk around. And, and you'd hear people talking in in her head or something. And so it wasn't like a full on kind of, I don't know. It just, I don't think that there's like, I I think it's one of those things where she just kind of walks around and you'll have like a a bit of combat and then the screen will go red or something if you're, if, if you're about to die or something. So I think it's much more of a visual type of game where they're they're trying to create this kind of seamless move from from um cutscenes to to interaction so I don't really know uh but I just don't like it's just not the game in itself is just not a game that I'm interested in playing did it look good yeah you know it looked it looked good but just the like this is not a game that i the, that I just want to play I mean, yeah a, like, i don't know the,
2: the game that's... i don't know the gameplay loop yet that's the thing yeah i don't I know just, the game I, still... I have no idea still you know but so. i
1: remember but i remember from the first one and while the first one you know you know looked good i just have no desire to you know play the game you know if someone you know experiencing mental health or some weird celtic stuff It just now, i'll pick a pass on that looks good but you know i'll let other people experience that thank you bye-bye so and that's kind of where i'm at with it so got it
2: well speaking of uh detroit become human and heavy rain uh the next game of note uh was a big long uh trailer for star wars eclipse and it was a cinematic reveal trailer that was shown on there uh obviously what was shown is pretty badass but yet again there's no gameplay whatsoever on here but the game did get did get announced at star wars eclipse it's going to be uh building on quantic dreams expertise for their usual type of game which is you know branching narratives on there and you're going to have player choices in the game obviously on there that will directly impact the course of the story on there so it's uh, in development uh, at Quantic Dream, both in Paris and also in Montreal on there. They're still recruiting, so you know it's probably going to be <laughs> a while a, a while before a game comes out, but what they showed in the cinematic trailer looked pretty, pretty awesome in my opinion, so it got, kind of got my interest. I wasn't sure whether this was going to be the old Republic uh, reboot that uh, was announced during the uh, latest PlayStation event or not, but uh, um, it's, it's supposed to occur, I guess, in the uh, High Republic era.
1: Yep. Here, so. That's the new one. Yep. It's the era that happened right after the Old Republic. So so who knows what's gonna happen. It's supposed to be another Jedi, if I remember correctly, another Jedi um golden age. So yeah. it goes in these waves now. And this is the big the like the golden age is is the next big uh Star Wars kind of saga and like the next movies. And like all the comics and all the books are based in this era right now. So it's like years. I think it's a couple hundred years before the Skywalkers. So all the Skywalker stuff is done. It's a whole new era for Star Wars. And I think this is one of the games that's going to be released in it. Uh, My main concern is that it is done by Quantum Dreams. And it'll be short and way too talky. um, Is what I'm worried about. Like, but... Because they do much more mature games though, you might get your, your uh your decapitations Kev, and your and your lopping off of hands. Uh of, of
0: not gonna
2: you're... be in the gameplay loop that you would Yeah, like, that's though. what I I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean I don't need to see decapitations as a as a choice selection. Uh, I wanna actually do it. Well, I don't
1: know. Oh no they're <laughs> gonna do that. But but I do know that this I'll is read kind the of book a, at that point. Yeah, but again, I don't really know. Um, but it looks. Hopefully, they dope. don't
2: have a Jedi named Jason. You the recap? <laughs> Jason.
1: Yeah, Jason, Jedi, Jedi so, Jason. Jedi <laughs> Jason. <laughs> All I know is it looks. I, I was very happy with it, so I think I think it's gonna be dope. But. Yeah. I mean I don't
2: know. Uh, to to me I don't know it's like uh it'll be better than Jedi Fallen Order 2 unless you know Cal comes back, you know, Richie Cunningham Jedi Knight. No.
0: <laughs>
3: no. No.
1: Don't 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 do that.
0: No. that happy Days Jedi Alone. That's not. You
1: hey. no. can, can put him hey. off to the side. <laughs> No, we're not. We're not going to. Uh, hopefully,
2: that. hopefully, Jedi Fallen Order two comes out, and it's a different protagonist, and definitely steps aside Cal altogether. We'll have to see, those. So. Hey, we're, we're not.
3: That
1: we'll gonna... is
0: brother Val.
1: Val, Val. <laughs> Val and Cal. Okay, moving right along.
2: <laughs> all right, next thing that uh, got shown and revealed is one of desmond's uh, favorite demos and a game that's uh arpgs that is on his radar lost ark got a release date of february 11th 2022 amazon games is going to be publishing this game on steam on that date on there and obviously it's free to play so it's uh, going to be uh launched on that day are you excited Des? are you with uh, playing grim dawn right now and other erpgs is this something you're going to dive into
1: um i think it's going to be fun um i enjoy what i played i think it will be better on console with the controller but it does have controller support and so the controller support is fine you know is it is it something to write home about no um but if it does make the transition to consoles i would be much happier but that's just me because i'm a console player and that's just my preferred uh mode of playing but i will end up uh playing it uh, because it doesn't cost me anything to play it on steam so i'll just have to fire up steam and play it when i want to but um if it does which is hilarious if it does come out for for consoles i probably will buy it on a console and just you know, play it then, and that'll be my preferred play it player. And I'll just dive into it like I'm doing Grim Dawn right now. So
2: got it. I will throw you a curveball if uh, Amazon decides, hey, we're going to bring out a console, but we're going to bring out for Amazon Luna. Is that something that you're going to invest no. in or play on Luna?
1: Nope. You nope. Miss me with all that
2: noise. <laughs> okay.
1: Sorry. Not no. Not sorry. No. Get away from me with that. No.
2: <laughs> just had to ask. So.
1: No. <laughs> now, Joe.
2: Now. <laughs> and next thing that they kind of showed was, was just a teaser trailer. And this is something I'll cue over to you, Desmond. And there wasn't really much that was shown. Uh, but why? They, what? Why are you why doing it I, to me? Because you're a comic book fan, sir. You're a comic book <gasps> fan. And I think uh, the three of us probably the most excited for this game.
1: Why? Like, I'm excited that it's a Wonder Woman game that was announced, and I think that that's cool. But I have no idea what it's gonna be like. Is this an ARPG? Is it a role playing game? Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like you know God of War? My hope is that it's like God of War, and they play and they pay just enough lip service to the fans of the comic book without you know blatantly making it be fucking hokey. So while I am while I am excited in my heart for this awesome Wonder Woman, I hope that they are smart enough to look at what Insomniac is doing with Spider-Man and say, you know what? Insomniac got the right idea. Let's do that with Wonder Woman. And then we get Amazons. We get her going to Metropolis. We get like we get that mascara. We get her globetrotting and, and meeting Batman, meeting Superman. You know, and then and then and then you know having to fight you know Ares or or you know Doctor Poison che- uh, Doctor Poison or or whatever you know Cheetah the Cheetah yeah yeah Cheetah like I would love it if it was if it was you know her her main battle her big battle was against Ares but you know she had to fight Cheetah or something you know I I I don't want it to be like a boss rush where she where like you have she has to meet every fucking villain that she's ever had no like i i want seriously i want it to be i want it to be an an adult slash mature story that that pays homage to the character and it's not some stupid ass cash cash grab like i seriously i want them to make it i want them to put as much love that that insomniac did with spider-man um for this game and and have it be wonder woman Seriously, See? like, because there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of stuff riding on this game. Seriously, how many female protagonists do we have in in a in a game? And now we're getting Wonder Woman finally, and this is just bad for Superman because, I mean, if, if Wonder Woman comes out the gate and it's a, and it's a good ass game, there's no like because Superman hasn't had a good game at ever. So, so like Batman it's just like, what you need me to sell some more units? You know, throw Batman in it. You know, Wonder Woman's like, okay, we can't like, we can't do any bursts, right? Let's try Wonder Woman now. <laughs> can't See, make a Superman. Or a this Superman is the game. reason
2: why I was queuing to you, sir. On
1: I this know why. Just... <laughs> I know why you did it, you bastard. But anyway. Well,
2: ju- just to let the listeners know, just in case they weren't aware, uh, DC and WB Games announced Wonder Woman. Surprise, surprise. Developed by Monolith, the same developers of the Middle Earth games. Uh, I know that Kevin likes so much and that we enjoy it. Yeah, but Shadow Mordor and Shadow of War on there. So,
1: no stealth gameplay. Wonder Woman is not a stealth character. Wonder Woman runs in, she kicks ass, and she is a warrior first. That's all I got to say. Like, I do not want her. Like, you know what I expect to happen? I expect her to be fighting and then you can you'll hear like a like it'll be like a button prompt and you press a button and she and you deflect air you deflect bullets i think that's probably what's going to happen it's going to be some weird hybrid of like uh uh batman arkham where where she could you can actually deflect bullets by either holding down a button or or a button prompt will come up while she's fighting people and then you know you can use your lasso for certain things as as her weapon but I don't know. I really don't know. I'm excited. I think it's going to I, I, actually, I can't say I think it's going to be good because I have no idea what the game is. So, yeah, it's just
2: an announcement. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to see. Wait and see. Yeah. That um, was a lot there.
1: of that. I'm sorry, everybody. That's <laughs> okay. It's okay. We
2: could tell uh, you're passionate about it, you know. Thank I am passionate about it, Joe. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, let's, let's march right into WB Games and Monolith and get the magic lasso and we'll roll it on them and we'll let them confess everything that they got in their design doc and we'll see, so...
1: Okay, now you're just being silly,
2: Joe.
0: I would... I I, I like the character Wonder Woman. I've never read any of the books. They're pretty uh, good. Yeah, never I, read. I've read never, the
2: George Perez run. It was good mm-hmm. stuff, so...
0: But I like the character. I... And the fact that if they've got Monolith doing it, I really like the combat mechanics that they set in motion in the Shadow of Mordor games. The Nemesis system, I, I would yeah. like to yeah. see that be worked into this some type of way. So I guess my question is this. When I think Monolith, particularly after their, after their um, Lord of the Rings games, I'm thinking Brutal Combat cutting off heads cutting off limbs has <laughs> there ever been a wonder woman enemy that she's had to go like like brute force on like oh, yeah. uh, like are uh, a leader of some type of uh group or organization where something like the nemesis the nemesis 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 system if i can speak Something like that could be employed, where she could, um, in you know, uh, uh, interrogate an enemy, get some information about another high-ranking, another high-ranking character, and then go about taking that individual out. Yeah. So that would be my question to you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Wonder Woman, yeah. Wonder Woman has killed fools left and right, and she has like her the, the, the one of her defining characteristics was. Was breaking Maxwell Lord's neck in in a in a in a comic book, just shocking the shit out of everybody when she did it. Literally, just broke his neck. So mm-hmm. she's she cut up. She, she she hurt. She cut Superman's throat. You know, during a fight, it was she's pretty brutal. So, uh, so I think that Wonder Woman is the character that they could allow this to happen. And the way that you're talking about it right now makes me think, um, an easy way for them to do this is to set it in uh World War 2 and then have it her helping the allied the allied forces against the germans who who is who were being influenced by um Aries. being influenced by Aries, um yeah. and then that way she could go onto the battlefield and fight people um and they didn't really have too many automatic weapons back then so it was a yeah, the single Oh, but I mean, they,
0: yeah, they did. I mean, they They're, did. Their soldiers had machine guns, bro. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. They did. I'm sorry. I think about World War One. Um, yeah, no, they did. You're right. You're right. So I'm just thinking about how they would how they would use the the fighting aspect of it. Um, but that could be but, something. did. I do. guess
0: my other question would be: Is there another a, an enemy that they may have fought on the island, the Amazon island? Uh, that they could it, they could utilize that type of uh, gameplay with.
1: Uh, it would be mo- the only person would most likely be Ares uh, because Ares and because they, they drove they drove him out of Themyscira or Paradise Island. It depends on which it depends on which uh, era of Wonder Woman you're thinking about because they really changed her her origin up a bit. So it really depends on which which Wonder Woman you're looking at. I, I just know. up
2: down do some hokey wonder woman 1984
1: ish like type plot and no so... i think i think this would be completely uh different than what they did in in that because yeah it's a that different... was not well received at all yeah so all right all right
2: further on the show alan Wake 2 got announced uh, looks like it's more survival mm-hmm. horror than uh, just like a little straight quarter on there so we'll have to see what's up with that any comments you from me, too, about Alan Wake Two? It looks looks interesting. Looks good. I think uh, Remedy will um, be able to move forward and uh, make this a really good game. So,
0: who knows? I never played the first one, so I don't really have a a base uh, or an expectation for the second. Uh, Got it. So, yeah, they. I actually, never played we, Remaster
2: just came out so it's up for everyone to check out it and maybe we'll talk about it later if one of us gets a chance to play it if need be. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West was shown. A new gameplay trailer. Uh, a lot of uh, just cuts to different monsters, different uh, um, biomes and different areas on there in the game and just looks great on there. You know, Whoever on Twitter that wants to smoke, say "Oh, it looks like a cartoon compared to the gritty... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then
0: you want know, sacrifice Hellblade 2. Why? At least that one had gameplay. At least yeah. Horizon had gameplay. <laughs> yep. Not All it. I saw was a movie.
2: Uh, and me and Kevin were kind of tripping because it's like, what's this new game? It look, kind of looks like Destiny. It looks like they're kind of <laughs> off Destiny a bit on there. And lo and behold, we saw like Eris Morn in the background at the, towards the end. It's like,
3: oh, she's Christ. back. It
2: is destiny oh wait you know it's like we're like you know like you know Bungie's gonna get out and get libel out for whatever game company is trying to rip them off and so i was like you know me scratching my my chin going oh you know you know i i used to be a user of destiny and then you know i weaned myself off with my destiny methadone and it's like and looking at this thing it's like oh, do i want to take another hit again i don't know but okay. definitely look cool it's a trailer You know whether I'm gonna get back and start grinding and do an Iron Banner again. I don't. You know, if I do it, great. Pray for me. That's all. Have fun, buddy. (laughs) I know my fellow co-hosts here are done with Destiny too. So, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm speaking
0: for you. So, (laughs) I I kind of want to say that I'm done with Destiny. Yeah, I don't. If I were to jump in, I I wouldn't even know where to start. I really wouldn't. I'm uh, not starting it. over, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Definitely not gonna do that.
2: And next thing uh of note, uh, Keely came out and said, Oh I, I mean, my, my Japanese friend, let me know. You want me to show this trailer? This is a new new game, new IP. And so Ugh. yeah, and they followed and showed a game called Slitterhead. And it's from uh, the one of the creators of Silent Hill, Siren and Gravity Rush on here, these folks separated from uh, Sony Computer Entertainment of Japan because uh, they fired everyone, basically, <laughs> laid everyone off, and so they went off and did their own new game, and, yeah, the game is kind of bizarre. A uh, lot of uh, typical Silent Hill influences, uh, you know, like uh, normal Japanese people like opening up uh, tongues coming out, like, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm good. A lot of horror aspects to it. Um, music from Akira Yamamoda, which is the original like uh, musical composer for Silent Hill on there, and I'm taking a wait and see. I think all of us are probably taking a wait and see. On I it will not be buying it. Yeah, I know Des won't.
0: Yeah. Hell um, me, no, no, no. Don't
2: mean to speak to you, man, but any Hell any thoughts, Kev? No. <laughs>
0: um, it, I kind of want to know what the gameplay loop is. It looks yeah. like you're dealing with yokai Yeah, of some sort. If I am remembering my my uh, yokai lore, there is a type that can mimic human that that mimics human beings and likes to eat people. So if you're dealing with that type, I would like to know if it's going to be in an action. uh, Aspect or some type of survival, so 3D third person survival horror aspect. Uh the yeah, the I the idea looks has me has me uh has me intrigued, definitely. Got it.
2: Yeah, it's kinda of similar to the anime slash manga parasite, you know, and kinda of has the same kind of uh,
0: that's kind it. of what I was thinking too. Yeah. That was kinda of like what I was, except Parasite was a was an alien. Uh these kind of look more like yokai. They look yeah, like, the, like that what the the they're trying Japanese to monsters, Japanese. mythical Japanese monsters, yeah. Yeah
2: uh cuphead dlc was shown they had a musical number when we fast forward through that you know as much as probably it's great musically um beautiful. i thought it
1: was great although well, the dlc the the, yeah. the dlc trailer like for me that wins for best trailer i thought that was like if they did an award for best for best for best trailer during it i think that would win that looked yeah. so it looked so much it looks so much fun it actually yeah, had gameplay it had puppets it, it really sold what it would it really sold to me what they what they were doing and i thought that was a really cool um a really cool trailer will i buy it eh, i don't know but yeah that's <laughs> but a different cutscenes
2: cool. too with like a clay uh animated cup head too which look would i think would be cool just as a separate game and of itself by itself too you know if they wanted mm-hmm. to do a, like a more of a uh I, I don't want to say Clay Fighter, more like uh, God, like the Neverhood game that came out. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but uh, if it was animated in that style. It'd be kind of cool. So, uh, Sonic Frontiers was shown, open world uh, Sonic game from Sonic Team. Uh, I think all three of us are indifferent. I am indifferent. So, next,
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm. Hey, you, you ride that Sonic train until the wheels fall off, buddy. You milk it for all it's worth. Go on, Sega. Get your money.
2: And then next thing was shown was this game that has been shown at the PlayStation events before, uh, Titcha. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly. I think it's Chia. Chia. There you go. Thank you, Kevin, for the save on there. So Because I enunciate pretty badly there. <laughs> Yeah, there's a gameplay reveal trailer. It's an open world adventure game. It's uh, based in an island in the South Pacific on there. We talked about this game before. It's inspired by New Caledonia, but it just looks kind of cool. It almost like has a very good adventure, like a Zelda-esque vibe, but there's a transformation, basically, that uh, uh, you see the um, little girl in the, in the aspect transform into animals and into birds and the moving around the island. If need be, on there, and I, I think it definitely has potential on there. I'm not just uh, saying it has potential as a PlayStation stand, quote unquote. Ha ha ha. You know, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think I think it might
1: be a day one get. Any thoughts about this game, about Chia? Um, I'll probably. I mean, it looked cute enough to pick up on a sale. Like the whole thing of her turning into weird stuff was kind of cool because I've never i don't think i've ever played anything like that so yeah. i think it has i think that's stuff like that is just right for um for puzzle solving and stuff like that yeah
2: i think it's a better evolve windbound if you know of that game on there mm. uh, less survival more adventure and i think that's good in my book so uh, next thing that was shown that I think we all commented on and enjoyed was Warner Brothers showed and within the Man- Amanda Waller appearance on the Game Awards. <laughs>
1: that was weird. Like I love Deborah Oliver, but that was I was not expecting that.
2: Yeah, it's better than rolling out Man or you know whatever <laughs> else. Keely mm-hmm. might have busted out, but uh, uh, they showed a, a nice trailer for Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League and got to see some gameplay on here so you know show me the receipts on this you know and uh i i have to say i mean this is probably going to be day one get i enjoyed the the suicide squad movie um not the last one most current one but uh, and i'm a fan of the books i'm a dc uh fan in general so uh any impressions des we will go go with you first
1: it uh, looks good. Probably day one get for me as well. I hope it's uh, multiplayer. That way we can play together. Kev,
2: okay, have any any thoughts before we move on? Uh,
0: it looks it looks fun. I, I don't know anything about Suicide Squad because I've never even when I was into comic books I never really read DC. But I saw a lot of what looked like an interesting action. So yeah. just I just hope you... it's not. I just hope it's not the uh, Avengers. Uh, no, uh, no. Avengers Switcheroo, because <laughs> because it, in the trailers the Avengers look pretty dope. It did, but it turned out to be trash. It's
2: a Rocksteady game, so if you so, trusted
1: Rocksteady to do the arc oh, series, they're not gonna they're not gonna kill like no 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 they're not gonna kill the Justice League. This is all about they're probably gonna have to change it up and go after Brainiac because there ain't no way they kill him the Justice League. Sorry, like not these sea level sealess characters. Mm-hmm.
0: And no, I mean like, like I'm. Ta- I was talking like mechanically, like yeah, like to bring it up mechanics. to
2: like a gas, gassing it up. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I don't think. I, I hope they
1: talking. don't do that.
2: No, they're I not going to gas it that. up. Ugh. It's it's rock steady. So.
0: Well, even mechanically, the you know, like I said, the reason why I didn't like Avengers because I had to dodge using the Hulk, which made absolutely no sense. So as long as they don't do stupid stuff like that, and the mechanics are sound, you know, characters, you know play like you would expect them to play you know i want to be biting people's heads off with that shark looking dude so you know as long as they keep that going on and the gameplay holds up to what they showed in the trailer then then yeah that i'm golden because i'm looking at this strictly from gaming i don't know anything about these characters i've never read any of the books so i don't have that framework to go on i'm only going on the gameplay
2: yeah, I'll give you a cliff Notes version, basically, what Su- Suicide Squad basically is, is that uh, you're dealing with uh, supervillains that are in prison, caught by their, you know, whatever superhero that put them in jail. And basically, they are given an option to, uh, you know, instead of rotting in jail for the rest of their lives, to go out and do some secret ops for the government on there uh getting time off their sentence that's who amanda waller is as far as she's the uh, prison warden that's uh and in uh responsibility for uh project x i think right there's pass force on, x. Pass, pass for x past password yeah on there so and so these are all super villains basically out there being farmed out you know And that's why they call them the suicide squad because uh, if they go off kilter if they walk off and go off mission they have a uh, embedded a uh, you know, thing in their brain basically that they could it's explode a bomb a bomb in their get... head shooting yeah. dead data, whatever yeah by you should remote probably control see the
1: new suicide squad movie, Kev. I think you'd like it. It's actually pretty good.
2: it's over the top. Yeah, it's really good actually,
1: so. It's 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 it does not take itself very seriously and it's really refreshing seeing like DC characters actually like say the f-word and and e-people. It's pretty <laughs> <laughs> because
2: sure. you usually don't see that so uh next game was shown is Forspoken. Uh, Forspoken uh was basically a latest trailer this is from luminous productions and square enix on there uh coming out on may 24th got to see a little bit more of the game i'm super excited for this game and uh, we'll check a look any thoughts you guys before we go into the next bead
1: i i'm already i'm already probably going to end up picking up this game it looks fantastic so i i just can't
0: wait yeah, it it's is a day one for sure. Yeah,
2: it's uh, supposed to be exclusive for PlayStation for two years, from what they stated. You know, they didn't
0: <laughs> come out right and say
2: say it's. But uh, well, thank God I uh, have. Yeah, you got it, and it's going to come out on PC via Steam, Epic Games Store, or Microsoft Store. So you know, we'll be on Xbox kind of in sort of a way. So maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the next next thing that was shown, and we'll kind of talk about this, is real. Bang! Bang! Was Warhammer 40K uh, came We out did not know trailer. what it was. We didn't
0: know what it was, and we yeah, came y'all was on. right on my parade. Y'all is not going to He 40K. Like, You're not getting another Space Marine game. Like, ever. why would you? Why would they do Space Marines? That's probably going to be a tactics game, mm.
1: <laughs> a role play.
0: Y'all was crapping on my parade. Really were. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. We getting Space Marine two. That's what I'm. What do you think about. of the, What do you think of the trailer, Kev? I liked it. I mean, I. The first Space Marine was one of the most underrated action games ever, I think. I mean, I really don't hear it being discussed a whole, whole lot, if at all. And gosh <laughs> one of the reasons I wanted to I wanted to get a PC was so I could play Space Marine at a higher frame rate, higher fidelity. That was one of the driving forces behind me wanting to get a gaming PC. So yeah, I'm 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 happy to that I'm getting a second getting, getting the sequel and the what they showed that gameplay looked pretty impressive. So I that's day one confirmed. Yeah,
2: I they mean it's a different good. a different developer, so I mean I know Relic is not with this group that did the original game um, when it was originally published. You know, Relic has done Company of Heroes and other games I'm not sure what they're working on. I think they're working with Sega or have been for a while on there, but this is done, being done by Saber Interactive.
3: <laughs>
2: so they did like World War Z, I believe, and maybe have had some people that worked on Spec Ops the line uh, with this group on there. So we'll have to see what happens. It looks like
0: it. they took their notes from from the first one, though. It looks yeah, like they think, took their notes. Yeah, for sure.
2: Uh, another thing that was shown that me and Desmond kind of perked up was the latest trailer uh, for Steel Rising on here. So uh, this was the uh, game that is being brought out by Spiders, the developer of uh, Greedfall on there. So, uh, so publishing no no the Yeah, no gameplay yet, but uh, still a little bit more of the plot. You know, you're basically crazy ass, like uh, sci-fi take on um like uh, late 18th century Paris on there with some They're crazy like ass Internet stuff. Yeah, me- mechanical army and whatnot, so robotics and everything. So, and, uh, you know, we'll have to see the gameplay once it's it's revealed. Of course, you know, they got their PR sheet saying that, you know, going to have ruthless and intense fights and so on and so forth. And the story rooted in history with Louis the 16th and his uh mechanical army. So it has good plot line. And I think uh, that Greedfall fall was uh, kind of uh, like, I think Desmond referred to them as uh, Bioware light on here. So um, no, they
1: are like, uh, they make no bones about it. Like I, yeah. I, I want them to be better, you know,
2: hopefully this game is. And I think it's definitely on your radar, Des. Desmond's, on my radar as well so i'll definitely uh, it. and next thing that they showed um just i think we commented on too i think you commented the most des was uh, that uh star trek resurgence so you know uh that wonderful telltale is back and this is one of the new games that they're in the works on here so you're getting an episodic star trek game in that the same telltale style as like previous games like Walking Dead and so on and so forth on there. It's a third person choice driven adventure game on there. It's coming out for Everything Under the Sun, probably Play on a Potato. <laughs> on there. So, you know. I
1: don't mean to laugh, but that shit's funny. Yeah.
2: It is. Yeah. It did look okay. I mean, the graphical style, you're not going to be commenting, it looks like crap or anything like that. but it I'm is buying Star it Trek. for the yam. Buying it for the yams? Yeah. <laughs> On,
0: you said he He's on, play on a potato.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but that shit's funny. Um, yeah, it probably will play on a potato. I will buy it because I think it will be fun, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, then I'm again, a Star Trek on,
2: fan, so I am too. Uh, even though it's, I'm, I haven't
1: really followed too
2: too much. I haven't watched a new show at all, and I think it's on Paramount Plus and whatnot. So yeah. On there. Another trailer we comment on, but not kind of detrimentally, uh, was the reveal for Rumbleverse, which looks like basically Fortnite combined with uh WWE a little bit on there with all the cosmetics and like you know World battle royale wrestling titles. So hate to mention it, but uh are we still kind of nime on that
1: game, right? Um I I actually watched uh, some of it. So the next day, so it's, it's out now, you know, on, I think it's a, it's um, maybe a demo or a preview or early release. I was watching it. Now one of the streamers that I watched on Twitch was playing it and he was, it was pretty funny watching him play it. And yes, it moves like a cartoon. Um, You have a heart meter and you have, you have a stamina gauge and you basically have to you stamina you need stamina to do anything. Climb walls, jump around, but it replenishes itself unless you do like super moves. And you get to a certain point or take so much damage, and then you can I think you can activate your special, and that's when you get like a a special move that you can do, you know, and like he, his was like uh it literally was was uh Zangief's uh where he like takes you I'll up in the air. Me. Yeah, it's his pop. Like you literally get that. It was one of the moves. And I think you can customize your character for different types of moves that you want and you know, you can you can build them for stamina, you can build them for health, you can build them for whatever you want. But that's literally it. And then and in, and in the world you have, you know, giant chicken legs you can eat to replenish or <laughs> sodas that you can drink to get your stamina back and stuff. So it's it's all the telltale signs of of a normal battle royale but the thing about it was it was all this it's like a it's a cityscape and they have bouncing uh things we can bounce on and stuff and it just gets super small and i mean it's literally it's literally a a battle royale in the in in the most in, in the most basic terms of of a battle royale you know and and this is just another spin on it um Does it look fun? I mean, he seemed to be having fun when he was playing it. Uh, You do have counters, or you do have, like, blocks and stuff to block people. But at the end of the day, I don't know how fun this is. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um, I probably will not be playing it. If it, If it comes out for, like, you know, PSN for free, then I might check it out. But, you know... Which I think it's a free-to-play game anyway, so yeah, it's yeah, a free-to-play just, game. Yeah, yeah, free-to-play game. So like, I I'm not gonna pick it up unless it comes to a console, and even then, they have it's coming to...
2: for everything under the sun. It's yeah, PS
1: Five, so... Four, Series, yeah, Xbox One, PCs. Figured. So, so yeah. I don't, I, I just don't think, I just don't think this is gonna be like the 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 battle royale that's gonna bring me in. I think it's fun that it's hand-to-hand, you know, and you can't like shoot people, so there is a level of skill that you have to do if you like like wrestling against multiple people, but but if you get ganged up on then you're toast because he got ganged up on and it was sad. Like they Yeah, it was it was really sad. And so but I don't know. I mean I, I, I can't see myself playing this. But after watching it and actually seeing gameplay, seeing him play it, you know, and the amount of shit talk you can tell when you KO people was kind of fun. So I've said because I watched him get number one. In the match, and I watched him get like knocked out of uh, as number like 39 out of 40. So it was kind of funny. Get his, <laughs> seeing, seeing him get his ass like, he's like, no, don't do me like that. No. So, it was, so, it was, so there was comedy in it, you know.
0: But yeah, play. I, mm-hmm. I
1: can't see myself playing it though. No. Got it. Uh, next
2: thing of note, really not of note, but I want to mention it was Crossfire X got uh, finally a release date. Uh, this is the. Uh, First person shooter from Smilegate that uh, they basically went out and hired uh, remedy to create a first person uh, campaign for. And so lo and behold, they did it's going to be an Xbox series and Xbox one exclusive. It's not coming out for PC for some reason, which a lot of people were kind of raising their eyebrow out, but it's coming out on February the 10th. Uh, Crossfire X is a, uh, based on a free to play multiplayer first person shooter from Korea On here, but uh, they do have a a single player campaign on there where you could uh, basically pick your faction between global risk and blacklist on there and fight against each other and objective based missions on there. I just kind of, you know, there was a much to do with this. There's a little bit of mystery of this game when it was first announced during an Xbox event last year. Like, I think it was originally revealed like during that bad covid like summer xbox expo if you remember that and uh we'll have to see february released it's kind of hard with all these other games coming out it's going to get lost in the shuffle and a lot of people are wondering why isn't it on games pass because it's an xbox exclusive yet again and uh, they are not indicating it's games pass so it's uh, not coming out for pc not coming out for games pass it's probably just going to come and go without any note so we'll see probably (laughs) on it but uh another game that caught our eye and we were asking questions until we found out the answers was this uh co-op action shooter arc Raiders, uh that got a trailer shown and so desmond wound up doing a little research after the after the fact we wasn't sure because this had a lot of cool aspects to the gameplay from what it looked like but yeah lo and behold we found out it is free to play, and it's a lot of XEA Dice employees. You know they got burnout from making Battlefield, so they went ahead and you know ponied up with uh, some company called Nexon. You know that wonderful Chinese startup <laughs> that owns a lot of the industry right now. On there, get and your money. Gonna get that money on there, but yeah, this is a free-to-play tactical uh first person shooter uh, actually no it's not first person it's third person excuse me on there it looked look kind of cool from the aspects of it it's coming out initially for pc but it's going to be coming out for also ps5 and series consoles in 2022 and it's free to play And it is co-op so i'm not sure since it's third person if you guys are kind of you know <clears throat> maybe willing to give it a shot since it's co-op
1: I don't know. The the thing about it though is is how much gas is going to be, you know, in it. That's the thing for me because the game technically to me looks looks pretty good, you know, and if it's from Dice, I'm like, okay, you know, and I know why it's it's free to play. It's because they can try to make more money off of the off of the whatever cosmetic or game shop they're going to do. So I'm not surprised by that, you know, given given most likely it's part of the deal that they had to make with Nexon. But my question is how much of it's going to be gas because i think it would be fun to run around playing a pve experience with people um fighting giant you know Robots. I think that just sounds like it would be fun, you know. And, and they're saying people were saying on the boards that it could be upwards of about forty people in a group that you're running out with, and you queue in to do your to, to do a uh, to do a mission. And I think it's all like an like an instance you go on and you do a mission, and there's like forty of you, and you have to take out people. So I think that be beca- that could be kind of cool to do. However, if you have if they're going to nickel and dime us to death, you know, or 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 just the 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 um, gameplay is not good, or the, there's just a lot of stuff that could possibly happen. And I'm just, you know, I'm happy that it's third person, but at the same time, I'm just a little concerned about what we're gonna get at the end. So I'm taking a tentative wait and see approach to this before I'm gonna say anything else. Got it. That's that's where I'm at
0: with it, Kevin. It looked like EDF.
3: Yeah, to that's what commenting. grabbed my
0: attention. You know, EDF again with giant robots. So as long as as long as the gas it, it, they don't gas it up too much, and the gameplay is fun, then I, I'll definitely check it out. But I don't want to be paying for weapons, yeah. Or rather, or rather, or have the best weapons. You'd have to grind so much it, it becomes, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, Futile, you know. Yeah. Save it. It's got to be for skins only, and uh, if they're going to do that, then then that then I have no problem with it as long and I don't want to have my progress held behind some type of arbitrary wall where well you got to keep you know you got if you play you played six hours and you only progress just this little bit you know none of that stuff so. It's got to be properly balanced. Agreed.
2: Good deal. Good deal. And then there was a couple more things we talk about before we wrap this bad boy up. Uh, Matrix Wakens experience. You know, they brought Keanu Reeves out and on.
1: Ann Moss. Yep. He must be friends with with Keeley because wasn't he at the other one last year? Uh,
2: no, he came out for the Microsoft uh, okay. Cyberpunk reveal, like um, I think 2019 E3, I believe. Okay. So but uh yeah this is a cool dude man i'm just yeah. reading about uh, keanu on there but uh you know i don't really care about the matrix you guys have any comments about this thing no. i know it's the matrix awakens experience uh, interactive uh you they're know, just trying to sell
1: they're just trying to sell cards it's fine yeah pretty
2: much i know that digital foundry really liked the uh experiences done by the coalition so i got some xbox stands out there begging for the uh, matrix game exclusive to xbox of course so we'll, we'll, we'll have on. it and then um jeff keely uh, had a pot come out on stage to uh introduce <laughs> his uh, <Pot> <laughs> yeah a walking pot a walking pot clay boy. pot and then <laughs> a. uh uh, like a piece of paper, which there's memes out there now for it, but uh, it was basically. So silly. yep, uh, they introduced a gameplay trailer for Elden Ring, which is coming out then uh, practically like in next month on there. So, uh, Kevin, any uh comments about the Elden Ring trailer that was shown?
0: I will be there day one. I don't know anything about the Elden Ring IP. The the world that it comes from, I think, is something like
2: it's new. It's new. Oh, it's, it's new
0: is not. For, I thought that was like new. linked to um, no. George R. R.
1: Martin. George
0: R. R. Martin's, you know, like Game of Thrones type stuff.
1: Nope. All new.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, then, even better. So I'll be playing it day one because that gameplay is right in my wheelhouse.
3: Okay.
2: All right, and that's pretty much all the reveals. I know I didn't mean to go through every little bead, but we kind of did, but, you know, we just want to get our impressions of everything and kind of go from there. So, and that was the Game Awards. A lot of meat. A lot of meat, so. A lot of meat! That's it for news in this episode,
0: so. (laughs) All righty, so. Excuse me. Uh... Again, special shout out to everyone who participated in our main event and our Black Friday, uh, Return to Black Friday uh, section for this episode. Thank you, Ren, John BT, Shafi, Double F, and uh, yeah, John BT, because you did it twice. You were in, in both the main event and in our Black Friday, in our Black Return to Black Friday. So, again, as I always like to say, if it weren't for you guys, we'd just be three old dudes talking into the Internet ether. I don't want an episode to go by without thanking everybody who participates in our main events and our questions, who is active on our Discord, and interacts with us uh, through, our e- through our email or however you you interact with us. There's a lot of other stuff you could be doing, but the fact that you guys take the time out to uh, – Mix it up with us. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you're going to want to use if you've heard something you want to respond to, or if you yourself would like to be on the show on this show to get your perspective on gaming out to our listeners. You're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. And we also have a Discord community, which you can find on any podcast aggregate that you use to download this show or our, Twitter, our show's Twitter page. And we greatly encourage you to join our Discord channel because... As I'm sure everyone is aware of, uh, social media it doesn't really matter which one you're using is a dumpster fire. It doesn't matter what you're mm-hmm. talking about. There's always going to be some nonsense going on and some hostility going on towards your perspective. And uh, we don't have that in our Discord discussions. We we are not an echo chamber. Everybody has their own perspective and viewpoint, but. We can get in there and rap about video games and some kind of way nobody has to resort to personal insults. I know it seems crazy uh, that people can have discussions and not agree on everything and still talk like decent human beings, but it is possible. And you will find that at our Gaming Vessels Discord server individually we have our own accounts social media accounts i can be found on twitter at shonof71 that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71 playstation network um, playstation network i can be found at shonof7 same spelling with the number 7 at the end xbox i am shonof071 same spelling with 071 at the end Steam, I am shown up 71. Same spelling as originally and on switch, my friend code 7658-2155-3309. So Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at,
1: man? righty, everybody. You can find me on Twitter at the Nemo6. That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. You can find me on Twitter. Sorry, you can find me on PSN Steam Xbox Live. Uh, at Nemo Tigger, that's N E M O T G G R. And you can find me on Nintendo. My friend code is 5280 4519. I'm always looking for people to play Mario Party with, so hit me up. But if you do, you know, and you want to be our friends, let us know how you um, heard about us, mention the show or something, because we want to talk to people, not bots. And uh, Joe, where folks find you, Mr. Jabroni Chief?
2: Uh, they can find me on Twitter or under the handle JabroniChief. I'm also uh, on all these services, PSN and Steam. I'm under the handle JabroniChief, uh, Xbox, JabroniChief374, Nintendo4712, 59531409. Nintendo
0: all right, all right. So, folks, we know it's been a long one, but... <laughs> We're finally bringing episode 150 to a close for Dez, the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the jabroni chief. You mm-hmm. Who is that food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar I am Shonuf71 aka Doolamite. purple bling bling y'all y'all, <laughs> y'all. not miss that we will be back next week episode 151 in your ears peace Rolling, psycho 151 in the brain
3: <laughs> no yeah. <laughs>